Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest today. Holy shit. You may know him. Uh-oh. <laughs> as one of the stars, really, I call one of the foils of the movie Heckler. That's right. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of history with this guy. We've had some good times. We've had some bad times. We've fought. Uh, we... St- but we started in comedy around the same time. You might have started earlier. Don't talk yet. And then he became a world-class chiropractor and fucking took care of me. And then he wanted to produce, and then we got in a fight. And then he was in Heckler, and he was too bossy. So then I had to stop talking to him again. And now... During the COVID, everything doesn't matter. So you want to become friendly. Now, just through goddamn attrition and not trusting anyone. And I'm going to tell you, you're really great. He came to my party. He came to Donut's party. Donut had a little 30th birthday party. And he, this is the greatest birthday gift ever, started cracking all my guests. (laughs) People were creaming in their pants. And then you had all these great facts. Please welcome the one and only Dr. Slash comedian Dean Larratt. Hey, welcome. Uh, Put the thing near I, your I, mouth, I'm dude. Getting closer. Did you ever podcast? Pull it closer yes. to your mouth. Yes, yes. There we wow, go. Oh, dude. that feels good. That feels really good. Closer, so you feel Seriously, that nice feedback. That much? Yeah, I like it. No like COVID you. on here, right? There's no. I don't one. think so. No COVID. Um, what a what a great uh, uh, introduction. Uh, yeah, we've been we know each other, man. We know each other. I got out here December seventh. December seventh. Uh, I, I knew I was going to come You're back. Such a such a such New an East Coast Jew. Yeah, you are. I uh, I got here December December B E R seventh nineteen eighty nine, and you got here if I remember correctly. You got here like May or June of eighty nine. I beat your ass. That's correct, right? <laughs> That's yes, correct. I did. Wow. From Upper Darby. That's yes. Right. And you came from Long Island. No, Queens. 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 Yeah, you're Queens, a real. I'm a legit guy. Yeah, you are. A, <laughs> you and Trumpy, you're a Queens. He's Jamaica Estates. And, and uh, my father used to eat breakfast with his father, I would say, two, two, about two days a week. Uh, Your dad and Trump's dad? Yes, Fred was his Fred, Fred Trump. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. OG. Now, now Fred Trump. Um, <laughs> Now remember, this is long before I know. any of this happened. Well, Trump was a New York legend. You could right, correct. You, you, everyone liked him. But this, you have to remember, my father was eating. With what me. was your dad? My father, may he rest in me, just died, just passed uh, I'm December, so, I'm December, so sorry. December before COVID. Uh, Eighty-nine years old, great, never run. sick, and he and he died in his sleep. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Run. beautiful, beautiful. Run. I mean, yeah. does it get any better than that? Um, so uh, he was in the coffee business for about 40 years and sold to every mobster, every Howard Beach, every restaurant in Little Italy, everybody. He was connected with everybody. He we sold a, a, a lot of coffee and uh, um, to all the restaurants and hotels. And one of his places was on Union Turnpike and Francis Lewis Boulevard in Queens, New York, which is about three minutes up the street from, from Donald's uh, house in the Jamaica Estates. And uh, 
Fred took a liking to my father. Fred was one of these guys with, at that time, was a lot of money. He was probably worth like 100, 200 mil, 300. It wasn't like 18, 19 billion, like what happens now to a commercial but real. 200 million right. is what? This is in the 70s. Right. That's, yeah, this is big money. Right, that. exactly, exactly. That's a ton of money. That's a lot of money. But he was one of these guys, like um, the guy uh, Buffett. He was one of these, like one of these guys that would sit at the counter of a, of a greasy spoon diner. F- Fred Trump. Yeah, he was one of those. So guys. he was a modest guy. Modest guy. Oh, not, they, a, oh, not they, a braggart. Oh, oh, it was like the house in Jamaica Estates is like three, four bedrooms. Wow. Oh no, this was this was a guy who uh, who sat at the counter and ate eggs, scrambled eggs on, on home fries wow. for $4. Wow. Okay, and, le- and left a 75 cent tip. You know, it was one of those guys. You know what I <laughs> You know what I mean? Wow. But um he would see my father coming in with the coffee to the owner of the restaurant of the lunch. It was called the luncheonette, man. It wasn't even a diner. It wasn't even a freaking diner. And um he would come in, and he took a liking to my father, Fred, and they w- it got to the point where, hey, sit down, let's have coffee, and, uh, and what do you call it? All right, I'm not going into Manhattan for another couple of hours, let's sit. And uh, they became friends, uh, friendly, friendly. And um, he used to joke, but this is, like I said, this is, I, I'm not, not going to get too heavily into politics tonight, because you can't win with that. Right? Yeah, I, I agree. You can't win. I agree. But this is... This is 25, 30, what am I talking about? This is 30 years. Push that out of the way. Which yeah. one? Like this? Yeah. That just just literally go thing. like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is, okay, this okay. is this is like eight, this is like 77. Yeah. So like much. 43 years ago. Okay. Okay. So, and he used to, he used to basically call his son like a dunce. <laughs> he was, no, he wasn't a humongous, he wasn't, he didn't have a hell of a lot of confidence in him. He didn't have a ton of confidence. And Donald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, back then, he just did not have a, uh, a ton of confidence in him. Uh, and That's what you, was relayed to you. Yeah, but, but that was by my father years later, like in... When, when we would see Donald on Letterman or something like that, he'd go, ugh, I remember his father telling me stories about him as a, as a young kid. And, um, it, you know, it didn't get, never really, you know, just threw him under the bus or said really horrible things, but he just was not that confident in, in uh, and that, you know, some fathers out there, you know, he's, this was a heavy duty dad who, you know. I might explain owned- a lot. Why Trump? Oh, I definitely Trump. believe that. Oh, I definitely believe that. Let me ask you a question. I, I, I mean, okay. And like I said, I don't want to get into a Trump conversation with you tonight. Yeah. For obvious reasons, you know, it's yeah. just not you. You're gonna you automatically alienate fifty percent of, of the country. Okay? Yeah. So, um, let me ask you a question. In the four years that he was in office, did you ever see a relative in the in the White House uh, visiting to see their brother or uh, or or no. What? No. Uh, he had a brother that died. Yes. Had a brother that which died. Was very sad. Yeah. 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 He had a sister, I think, that wrote a book about him. Yeah, correct. Exactly. And not a but good one. Yeah. Not, not a I good don't one. know enough about yeah. I mean his parents passed, so correct. I yeah. don't know. I think he had another no, I think he had another brother that he was tight with, but I don't know enough about it. Okay. Okay. And neither do I that that much. I, I just know. I just thought it was very interesting that you never saw family members up there, except you know the his kid, family, the yeah. kid, right, right, right. 
But uh, I, I, I used to get my hair cut in Trump Towers back in uh, 87 when I was waiting tables at O'Neill's on 57th and 6th, and his place is 57th and 5th. Boy, you are a New Yorker. Oh, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's born and raised, man. But, uh, yeah, so they're just going on a tangent with Trump. But that's, yeah, my father knew his father very well. And he was, said he was a nice guy. I've often heard opposite stories about this guy. I heard he was not a little bit of a tyrant. I, look, you don't get to own half of, Queen, of Queens because him and, him and Hemsley's spirit, does that ring a bell? Is it Leona Hemsley? Correct. Yes. Okay. Hem, that's good. You got that one, man. Most people. Yeah, from, I hate that bug. Yeah, what's the deal with that? They don't bite though. That's no, the ones I've never that, seen it. Those are the ones that eat mosquitoes, if I yeah, remember correctly. So. Yeah, yeah, eat them. Uh, oh, Leona Hem, good time, you and me, Leona, <laughs> Leona Hemsley. They all started Correct. in Queens. They're all and they Queens. Took over the Big Island. Correct. It was Hemsley Spear. Yep. Okay, and you know she was she was garbage. I mean, she was just. I don't know enough about yeah, her, but no, I know no, that not, she was not a nice lady. That's what I heard. Not a nice lady, and so she I, did time. She did time. That's yeah. right. She did time. And then the 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 partner Spear. I don't know. I I never heard anything about him, but that family was rough. And um, but getting back to the Trump family, Fred, only because I you know I I do know a little bit about this growing up in the neighborhood. Uh, you don't get to own half of Queens and a little bit of Long Island by being uh, a pushover. He, he was a little bit of a tyrant, um, but he was nice to my father. It's the old Jerry Lewis expression that everybody says on the Gilbert Gottfrieds. Jerry was nice to me. Uh-huh, okay. okay. So that's all I can go on is that the father was very, he just liked my father. My father looked like Paul Newman. He was one of those guys that you sort of, you liked him because he just had that that look about him that, I, that, that guy looks like he's got it going on. Did your dad sell your... Your own coffee or just he was a coffee no, salesman? No, he sold a co- for a company in Long Island City called White House Coffee. Uh, Irwin White was the guy. I think he passed also. But uh, good guy. I mean, it was, uh, you know, they, everything was mob restaurants in South Ozone Park. My father used to eat breakfast with Gotti all the time. And, yeah, 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 all the time. Whoa. And, um, uh, what did it, he know? I'll, I'll, it, my father... Okay, work the coffee business. Is this interesting to people, or am I? I don't want to. Uh, well, you you're going down that road. Oh, okay, I'm okay, interested. okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I don't want to, you know, just you know, go into breaking it. I got to open a fire. I know, seriously. This bug is freaking me the fuck out. Right, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a we have a bug the size of a Buick. <laughs> He's laughing. Oh, Jamie's laughing. <laughs> we have two mosquitoes in here that are the size of a Buick. And now, I believe that these bugs are the ones that actually eat the mosquitoes, okay? But don't you realize by opening, opening, opening the garage, we're yeah, going to get 13 get more? Here. It'll fly. He's away. trying to blow on the bug, ladies and gentlemen. We're so edit this out. Oh, no, we can't. This is beautiful. You don't want to edit this out. This is, <laughs> this is what Darren Carter Fuck. calls podcast gold. Fuck it. So hold, yeah, you do this. So, so wait, so let me just ask you some questions because you're going to go down this rabbit hole here. You, I, I don't want to if you don't you, want to. You, your dad sold coffee. Yes, and who owns the restaurants and hotels in New York? Okay, use your, use your head. And anybody who's got big money. Remember, this is in the 70s. This is the, the 70s mob. when New York City was a free-for-all. The mob. Yes, so my father had every restaurant on Mulberry Street, Carmine Street. Italy. He had all the coffee. He had the coffee. 
And okay. so, okay, right. so so they put they all paid cash. There was uh, it was all cash, and uh, that's why Mr. White loved my father because you do the math, all right. So, uh, um, my father was a, a knock around. He knew everybody. My father, when he was a little boy, a knock around guy. Yeah, my father. You know, can you explain that term to people? Because you know that was a movie that I almost got. That, that's right. I think you told me once that you were. Did you, did you, were you up for that? Or? Like three times audition. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember this story. Knock oh, around guys. Knock around guys. That's what it was. Knock around guys. Explain that. My father. Did you the uh, term to the, to the folks out in 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 uh, radio waves right now? Um, uh, the movie Goodfellas. Yeah. Do you remember in the beginning when there's a little Henry Hill? Yeah, and parks cars. Yeah. Okay. My father was that Henry Hill. My father was Henry Hill for the mob in 1942, and the mob was called Murder Incorporated. So he ran. My father ran. My father ran. Ladies and gentlemen, the bug landed right close to oh, his nose. What the fuck? <laughs> You're gonna get 13 more bugs by opening up your garage. No, so, so your dad ran numbers? Went, no, no, my, that was my grandmother. My grandmother ran the numbers for Meyer and Bugsy and Lucky Luciano. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, that's why. That's why you should see what used to be at my house um, on a Friday night for cake and coffee. But let's go back to 1942. Uh huh. All right. My father's father is a cab driver. He makes about four and a half, five dollars a week. Uh huh. Okay. Which you know back then that's that's what they were making. Rent was. Uh, Rent was $9 for the month. You know what I mean? No, it wasn't. What year was this? We're going back to 1936, 37, 38. You know, my father was just born in 1930. Lower East Side, Allen Street. You familiar with Allen Street? Not too far from Houston? Yes. Okay, 184 Allen Street. Once, once, 164 Allen. It's what gone. happened? The oh, is it really? Gone. Yeah. Okay. So wait, Did just go. <laughs> no, I fucking oh, shoot it. it. So my father... Was uh, my my grandmother had what was called a dairy on Orchard Street in the Lower East Side? Yeah. Okay, not too far from Ratner's, Katz's Deli. Dean, you're gonna go down the rabbit hole. Get to the point, no. and then I'm gonna ask you a question. All right. So my grandmother had a dairy. That's where you bought locks and cream cheese and milk and all that stuff back in the 30s and 40s. Behind the curtain yeah. in the back, they ran the numbers. Lucky Luciano, Maya Lansky, and Bugsy Siegel ran the numbers in my grandmother's place because it was a place that you wouldn't get busted in. Who was the kid running the bag with the physical father, numbers? So your father. dad, your grandmother had my the place. My did favors for, for Meyer and Bugsy. And he Lucky had the Luciano. bag. No, there's no such thing as a bag. I mean, yes, there, a, is. there is a such thing. I know what my you're saying. My father know did what your okay. dad did. He okay. would take the bag yeah. with the numbers correct. and run it to the other shop. Correct. That absolutely. 100% my right. dad did that. That is absolutely wow. correct. Wow. Okay. But mine was Southern and yours, yours was, was in New Jersey. York. Jersey. No, my, was in Where was Tennessee. he from? Tennessee. But that was more like for the ponies. Right. Okay. okay. This was the number, the daily number. Yeah, that was a big thing. Okay. So now- It's such a funny thing that only East Coast people <laughs> really East get. East Coast know this, man. And it's normal. Right. And this was, um, so my dad is uh, 1940s, 10 years old, and uh, he just began doing favors for Meyer, Bugsy, and Lucky Luciana, and their underlings also, okay? The people below them. So they would say, here, take this, don't open it, take whatever's in that bag, it could be anything. Yeah. Take this up to 82nd Street in Riverside Drive, it was a subway, okay? And uh, for a nickel, and here's a $20 bill, you know, that's it, this is for you. This is for you, and just do us this favor. That's all. 
And that was it. Nobody bothered him. And, blah, blah. and that was another thing. You couldn't bother him on the streets. You couldn't mess with my father on the streets. He was Hannah's son. He was, he was, he was, uh, he was untouchable. Matter of fact, playing stickball, for those people who don't know what stickball is, but you do, right? Yeah, of you course. Stickball, right? play all the time. Okay. He was playing stickball once. He told He us, was made as a kid almost. If you want to call it that, yeah. In the Jewish Half-line. mafia. And this is Jewish mafia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could he could be walking down the street with a uh, a, a girl or something like that and only respect. No uh, no nobody roughing him up, nobody trying to mess with him, nobody disrespecting the girl he's with. Nothing. That was Hannah's son layoff. So here's an interesting story. He is playing stickball. My father was an excellent baseball player, so he actually tried out for the New York Giants as a catcher. He got that far to get to get uh, two or three cuts on him on that. Um, he is playing stickball, Lower East Side, a school park, a pool, school, you know, public school park with a fe- with fences, and he breaks a guy's window, and a guy happened to be a, a, a connected guy from mob kind of thing and he comes running down the stairs with a knife and my father this is in the days when in stickball you circled the bases yeah okay we didn't do that when I played the single was here double was there blah 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 blah. so excuse me so he uh, he said he he told the story to us at the kitchen table once and he goes Dean I, I I see it now I'm rounding second base and this guy is running after me and somebody who was like shortstop or center field sees this guy with a knife coming at him and uh, he doesn't know he doesn't really know what's happening okay but he he heard what what was going being screamed he knew he was being you know screamed at and they broke the window to the guy's house to the apartment and. Uh, they, the guy stopped him, the shortstop in the center field, and said, no, 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 you can't touch this guy. This is, this is, he's with Meyer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Really? That was it. He stopped immediately, and he said, oh, okay, no problem, no problem, but he's, you know, he's going to pay the $5. He told us it was $5 for the broken window. But uh, How do you spell fi? Five. I said five, didn't I? Five dollar. Did I say five? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Let That's me bad. ask you a question. Hold on a second, because you're all. I'm not really all over the place. I'm not as much as you think. You, and I haven't had coffee either. Your dad was your. I'm going to do something right now. Go ahead. Was your dad? No, 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 no. Uh, Fidel, could I say what you're doing right now? Yeah, he's pushing his nose over to the side as like a made man. Um, no, not at all, not at all. But my father was very, very connected. Your Put dad is way. Jewish. Put it this your way: your mother back. is Jewish. Yes. So the Jewish mob is different than the Italian mob. The Jewish mob. mob was brutal. They were actually, back in the 30s and 40s, they were worse. They but were worse than the Italian mob. They were vicious killers. They hung out with each other? Um, the Brownsville Murder Incorporated was where Mike Tyson grew up uh, many years later. But the Brownsville Murder Incorporated, if you read about them, these guys were the most vicious Jewish people. Abe, so-and-so, I can't remember these names. But... Um, these are some of the men, some of them, that I met visiting my grandmother when I was a little boy as a kid. My father would drop me off at the at the, her place in New York. So I, I met some of these characters without even... I was three and a half, four years old. So it was not, you know, a big thing for me. This is 67. But, um... So wait, then go going, ahead, back, go ahead, going to, back to... Going back to, going back to the, the Trump... Cook ahead. His father... Liked your father. Yes, his father liked my father. Your father had a rap as, you know, hey, what was your dad's name? Ralph. So it's like, hey, that's Ralph. Don't, you know, everybody knew Ralph. And he knew him. And everybody knew Fred. And everybody knew Fred, yes. And Trump grew up 
in New York and Queens. Five and I, minutes down the street from me. Jamaica yeah. Estates. And I think, I think New York, especially Queens, is is pretty much the kaleidoscope of the world. Like every, if I go through Queens, I can eat every type of food, every, everything you want, every ethnicity, everything you want. But Trump has this rep as being a racist. Now, did you get the vibe? I never really, really, you know, it's because you're a Jew, right? And I went, uh, you know, I I'm hardcore, man. I'm fifty fifty in my high school. It's fifty percent white, fifty percent black. Yeah. Okay. So this to me, I I've never seen color my entire. I've never seen. I first off, I believe that with you. You do. A lot right? of people say that, but I don't. I do no. believe that with you. Yeah, because <clears throat> now I will tell you a couple of interesting stories. But do you think that Trump that's was, was dad and all this stuff because they no. do say that? No, that's I, what I'm saying. The only thing I if rem- people knew the New York. History of him, correct, and who he dealt with, correct. He says inflammatory things. I'm not protecting the dude. I'm no. just saying you have to know your history. Have you been? Has you have to go to Queens to understand? It's kind of correct. Really gentrified now, but still, is every ethnicity there? Now it's mostly Korean and and Asian. Most, but mostly. Queens is the greatest melting plot, definitely in the world. Definitely different than Brooklyn. Different from the Bronx. Forget the Bronx. That's yes. that's over with. With regard to you know melting pot, and yeah, no, that's gone. But Queens is, is, there's just something about Queens. And, and all you have to do is watch Goodfellas to see what I'm talking about. Yes. And now my father was friends with Gentleman Jim. Gentleman Jim was the guy who the De Niro played. Okay. okay. And he owned a bar in the uh, Hell's Kitchen, uh, yeah. 8th Avenue in the 40s. And that was a vicious, he was a, vi- yeah, that was a vicious Stop guy. dropping all these guys' yeah, names I don't want to do that. I don't want to okay. get in trouble. Uh, no. Hold no, on. No, no, no trouble. So let me ask you this. So let's get to you, because you could go down to fucking memory lane all day. You're such a romanticizer of this stuff. I love this stuff. So, Because oh, I, I grew up in the house. How old were you when you moved to L.A.? Uh, when I went to L.A., I was 20. Uh, do you want to scratch this whole thing and we start from scratch? No. <laughs> um, I was 25. Uh, 25. Yeah, yeah. And why did you move out to L.A.? Came out here seeking fame and fortune. Okay, that's honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had started stand-up in 1988. Um, started getting paid gigs, uh, emceeing $50. Where? Um, Callaloo Cafe in, uh, do you remember Gary Grant? Did you ever do Gary Grant gigs Kinda. in Morristown, New Jersey? You started and within a year we're getting 50. That, that's what they pay MCs now. Yeah, because my roommate, Kent Casper, was yeah. a headliner. Yes. So he would tell the booker, hey, my roommate's actually got, got a good solid 10, 11 minutes. Uh, so I'll do the eight up front and I'll do a minute and a half in between the feature and the headline. So what made you want to start doing comedy? I was, I mean, how do you say something like this without feeling like, you know, people are going to roll their eyes right now. I was always funny. I you was always, always funny in school. I was, my parents were constantly up in, in the principal's office. Were people telling you you were funny? Or oh, did you think you were funny? No, no, no. I would, uh, I would do that voice, do that voice, do Stallone, do this one, do that voice, do Johnny Carson, do that. <laughs> so wait, so, so wait, so you got. It. So I was the only guy. I was the only guy in fourth grade yeah. that was staying up. I had a mother that didn't sleep very well. Okay, and so I, I don't know too many people that can say this, but. I was the, in fourth grade, I was 10 years old. Yeah. I was watching Johnny Carson till one o'clock in the morning. Yep. On a school night. Yeah. Okay. Best. And I would go in to school the next day and I'd be doing, you know, well, well, Ed, uh, tonight we have, uh, uh, 
We have uh, Don, Don Rickles is on the show tonight, and when Don comes on, and nobody knew what I was talking about except the teacher. That's a good impression. <laughs> okay. So I, I fell in love with, with, you know, what it was like to, to throw my voice in class, and uh, I, I would get kids that would, and then Rocky came out in 1976, and I went on that whole Rocky tear in sixth grade. You know you want to um, hit us with a little Stallone. I'll get to it. My voice yeah. is warming up. Yeah. But, um... And that's what happened. I, I was always in trouble in school. My parents were up two to three times a year visiting the pr- principal, Frank Wintz- Whitson. Frank F- Whitson was his name. And uh, they always said the same thing. He's disrupting the class with voices. Okay. And that's what I always got. And uh, um, that was it for public school. And then and once I went to junior high and high school, I started to really hear my voice. And I started to really get into it. But... This is where it gets, it takes an interesting turn. I go to Brockport, which is obviously going to be something that you and I are going to talk about very short in within oh. the next 15, 20 minutes. And yeah. folks, you'll see why. Um, uh, it's one of the, that's to me is that's one of folks. the greatest, that's one of the greatest folks. Let me tell you something. Darren Carter used to hate when I used to say folks on yeah. stage. And recently- You're not da- at the Poconos. And re- no, wait a second. Recently, Darren Carter called me, I'd say about two months ago, and said, you got to start saying folks again on stage. And I go, what are you talking about? You hate that. And he goes, he goes, I just saw somebody literally say it on like on CNN. They went, folks, we're telling you this is what you have to do, blah, blah. And he goes, you know, and he said, he actually called me up to tell me I need to say folks again. So I'm saying it now. Um, folks, I went to, so my first school was a school called State University of New York at Brockport. It was the only school that accepted me. I got, I got denied by every school. Yeah. All right. Cause I got into drugs and, and all you that. You did? Oh, I was, I was, yeah, I was. What drugs? I started smoking pot and then quaaludes and, and, uh, my mother's Valium. You did the and, lemon number seven? Oh, I did the lemon and the Rora. Rora. Wait, did Rora. you, were you doing coke? I tried Coke five times in my life. I did not like it. I did not understand it. I You're tried. the guy that would number it too, five times. I guarantee you, and you have it all, you memorize. Oh, I did. Time. I know, because I used to go to Stony Brook to my brother in Long Island. My brother was in school at Stony Brook, uh, State University of New York at Stony Brook, and that was near Riverhead. And uh, I would, those guys would get me high and, and, and you know, uh, six foot bongs we would smoke. So you were doing weed, weed, moods, my mother's value, my Valiums. Steal, I was stealing her pocketbook and um, mother's little help. Were helpers. you drinking? I, I like to drink a little bit. Back then it was a little bit of uh, Southern comfort. Back then it was Jack Daniels and Coke. Late 70s. 70s. 79 is when I got into weed. I was okay. 15. Okay. And, um, but, I, but, but I was also doing lewds at 15. Wow. Okay. And uh, I loved Ludes. Let me tell you, I can confess right now, I have no problem if anybody from the state board hears this. I couldn't give a... Am I allowed to say Yeah, you can say whatever you want. I couldn't give a shit about saying this right now. If Quaaludes were on the market right now, or accessible... The market. The market. The market. If they were on the market right now, I have no problem telling you that I would take a quarter... Every night before I go to sleep. About uh, two and a half, three hours before I go to sleep. Have you a, ever taken one? Of a quaalude. Of a quaalude. I have no issue with con- confessing that to anybody. You know how some people you don't want to, they don't want to tell you certain things about. I have no problem telling you. I've I, never taken a quaalude. You've never done a quaalude? No. I think they were out of fashion by the time I started getting successful. So much so, the greatest drug probably that God has ever chemically chemically figured out, uh, molecular wise, that they had to pull it. And, and there's no, 
you, you can't get the raw materials for it anymore. Trust me, I've looked. Wait, I've taken a couple Percocets. Different head. Different I, head. And it's a nice vibe. It's a different head, though. Percocet, let me ask you a question. Do you remember being horny on Percocets? No. Okay. This is the this is the delineating really, line. This is where the fork in the road occurs. This is the only drug that you will be drunk off your ass and have sex like you've never had in your life. You can be drunk. You are officially drunk on a lewd. On a lewd. Okay, I can punch you in the face, and yeah, I might break your jaw, but you will not know it. I promise you till tomorrow. Drunk lewds, or you're drunk and a lewd. Okay, when you do a lewd. You can have a beer or two. Don't get crazy. Don't, you know, it is dangerous, okay? Don't, don't get too nuts with, like, Jack Dan- serious liquor. Don't go nuts, okay? But you can have one or two beers. You can have three or four beers. Beer isn't going to put you into a coma. The he- that heavy shit could put you into a coma if, if you mix too many, you know, lewds with, with that kind of stuff. It's double down. You're doubling down. They're, they're downers. Yeah. So doubling down, it's called doubling down when you do that. That's no good. You, double you, down. Yeah. That's going to be a new phrase that you're going you're to double say. Down. You're going to say that from now on. So, um, so I, my, whenever I went to visit my brother at school, they gave me uh, lewds. Okay, these guys would just say, "Put the uh, drop your head back," and I go, well, I, "I said, listen, it's not acid, is it?" And they no acid. It was a pill, and they would go, "No, I wouldn't do. We wouldn't do that to you, man." And they uh, they would give me quaaludes. And I go, what, what was that that I just took? And he goes, it was a quaalude. You just, you'll enjoy. And that drug, man, I, I, I swear, I, I, it's just one of those drugs that, that I, I, I tell patients now. And we'll get to my doctoring later, right? Because you didn't say, oh, yeah. you did say that. You did say I that. I did say that. Okay. Um, You're really planning this pod. Well, I know we got another two and a half hours. Jeez, so. that's a long time. <laughs> So wait, go yes. So you take the lewd. So you take the lewd, and Why even if you the, have, even if you have one or two beers, okay, you will, you will have sex. I don't want to use the other word. You will have sex like you cannot imagine, and you'll be able to achieve anything you want. You'll be able to stay hard. You could say that. You could stay hard. Um and. Girls love it. They, they, you know, it, it was, it was phenomenal. So, like, it was the OG Viagra without the Viagra. Oh, yeah, but it's a but like a feeling of oh, euphoria. Man. You are, like I said, uh, my brother's friend got a Marine came up to the school one week and he told the story and he uh, some Marine guy was thinking that some guy in the hall was messing with his girlfriend and he hit this guy who was on lewds. And I think he broke his jaw, but he never didn't feel it until like a day and a half later. He had no clue but that you what, can't so feel anything. What is in a lewd? Uh, it's called methoqualine. Methoqualine. And what is it? It's uh, it's just it's a muscle relaxer. It was prescribed as a muscle relaxer, but people started realizing when they were prescribed this that uh, it was two companies, Lemon and Rora, yeah. seven fourteen. The Lemon seven. Lemon was, seven fourteen. Yeah, that's the big one. That was the big one, and um. They they started to realize that people are going, wait a second, my doctor gave me this to, to go to sleep tonight and chill out with my neck or my low back or my knee or whatever the hell was bothering them. Yeah. But I want to fuck. <laughs> okay. And that's what was happening. And these people started going. Why would they want to? There's just something in this thing that just. They get you a little easier, randy. Yeah. That okay. either increases nitric oxide to, to your down, which increases the circuit. That's why you get a heart on is nitric oxide. Okay. So whatever that is, um, it did something to something in the brain and it made you horny as shit. And, uh, 
And I was lucky enough to experience with that because I, I lost my virginity at 15. Well, how old were you in Virginia? Can you say? I can. Is that, why can't I say? Well, you know how some people are weird about shit. I asked the guy how, what he paid for his BMW tonight outside my office. Beautiful 1988 BMW. I said, 88? I said, 88. You have to see this car. 635i. Okay. okay. Beautiful white car. Mint. 88? 88. What was the number? 635. No, what's the number he paid? So I go like this to him. I go, and I'm with him about six, seven minutes looking over the car with him. You are such a New York Jew. And so I, go, I do this to him, I say. And I says, and I says uh, you know, it's a really nice. No, I said to him, let me ask you a question. Do you mind if I ask you what you paid for? <laughs> <laughs> and he says. And he goes, yeah, I do. He goes, no, I said, I said, can I, can I ask you what, what you paid for it? And he goes, no, you can't. You can, but I, I'm not going to give it, give it. How answer. old was he? He was uh, about 40, 42, 43 years old. Is he a old. nerd? He was a cool guy. I, I, Did I, you I, crack his neck? No, 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 no. Do you know him? No, I, he was an, I knew the guy that came down from the building to see the car. Is he selling the car? No, he's not. He wanted to show his best friend, look at the car I got. Okay. He wouldn't tell you. Uh, yeah, isn't that weird? Don't what most a people dork. don't most people go? But he did say this. Put it dork. This, I, I, d- listen, there was a side to me that was gonna was gonna go. Are you serious? Really? Nineteen eighty eight, dude. <laughs> no, but the car was mint. It was beautiful. But I just wanted. I, I said, well, what are we looking at? And he said, well, put it this way. This one has one hundred and ten thousand miles on it. Uh, one with 70,000 miles is usually about 28,000. All right. Okay, so I'm going, all right, I see where so he's he going with this. He could have just told you the number. Couldn't just say the fucking we number. We just lost the goddamn point, though. You were saying what? I was getting back to Quay. Uh, we well, back to, why to was Lewis. it you can't ask something? You I said, asked you when you lost your virginity. Oh, I lost my virginity at the summer of eighth grade. So I was 14. 14? Wow, 14? 14, yeah, maybe even 13. 13 wow. was with a little... Pre uh, foreplay at thirteen, okay. but actual intersection. Okay. Intersection. That's 14. when somebody finally came into the room. Yeah. So, okay. That, I'm still. I like the do, joke. You, do you know? I'm so still, yours was fifteen. I was fifteen. Yeah. And I know her name. I'm not going to say it. Okay? I'd rather you know. No, her. I'm not going to say. It. Do you know? I've been looking for her on Facebook for years. I cannot find. I'm this sure girl. you have. You have to stay focused. So listen. <laughs> By the so, way, I have to ask you a question. Are we on video right now? Yeah, you're on video. Oh, this is camera and audio? All of it, yeah. Oh, this is good. You got it all. I got it all. So hold on. So you're seeking this Quaaludes. I'm doing Quaaludes at 15 and uh, uh, smoking a ton of pot. I'm smoking, I would say, well, about what six is, or seven joints. Why were Ludes started? That's what I want to get at. Ludes started as a, as a, as a basically... somebody is it somebody opioid? Was, yes, that would be considered an opioid. It, now, that would be considered an opioid. And so... And it was a muscle relaxer. It was designed as a muscle relaxer, except things usually don't want to have sex on a muscle relaxer. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that's how you speak on a lute. Yes. But there's this one missing ingredient that makes you go, oh, please, I, I, I need something to... Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, okay, yeah, seriously, yeah. and that's what was happening, and uh, and they started to catch on. They realized that people are like, "Hey, can I get more of those? Can I get more of those? Can I get more of those?" And so, what happened? They dispensed. They stopped it. They literally the frigate Nixon. I think it was a Nixon, or I can't remember who. No, but they, in seventy nine, it was Carter. Is Carter is our president? Yeah. So whoever was involved, the P, they they took it off the PD. Why? Don't ask me. It's one of the only drugs I've asked chemists. I've had chemists in my room in my office, and I said. How do you conjure up a quaalude? And he did because this is something I literally don't have a problem Hold saying on, that I would do. Well, why would you have a problem saying that? 
I don't know. I'm a doctor, man. <laughs> well, hold on. There's so much. Well, some people would. How I think you're a doctor, and I think you're more knowledgeable than most, most. doctor. Right. But people will call you crazy. I, some some haters. He's but, a quack. He's but a quack. I don't at all because you know my stuff. Y- yes, I, and I know you live and you can back all your shit I up. Back my stuff up. Yes. Okay. So anybody that says anything, I don't give a fuck that you're a chiropractor right. or not. I, anyone, if you put your hands on anyone, you're going to change their feeling. Correct. And you prescribe the food, it's going to be the freshest and I'm, cleanest I'm food. I'm usually on the money. I've been um, on the money with no, you, right? No, not usually. Always. Oh, seriously? Yes. Okay, okay. I appreciate so, that. So you, so wait, so you, the thing is this, is that you got so much, you just said, so the Quay. <laughs> oh, by the way, thing. folks, I love doing this to him. I've been doing this to him for years. Folks, we've got a great show tonight. Tip your staff. <laughs> You're not at the Poconos, dude. <laughs> Go ahead. So there's so much I could talk to you. Let's understand the lewd thing. So you do. So like if. Uh, why? Oh, in my brain. The lewds. Why are lewds considered. And, and by the way, they're three for $10. So why would that be bad? They found. See, isn't this. Here's what's fucked up. Here's what I want to say. Hi, I say this in a non. Here's what's fucked up. You're a child, absolutely older than me. But where I would say you're not, you're kind of like not my older brothers. My brother's too much older than you, but you're more like the guy up the street. Okay, that we know because you're like five or six years older than me. You're fifty six, fifty seven, fifty seven. Okay, so you're like six years older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than you. okay. And you're the guy, but we're the same era. Like we didn't have kids shows growing up. Correct. Like I watched Serpico when I was like eight. You know, Correct. I, I, cuckoo's Nest. We grew up on Correct. adult shit. Like Correct. Johnny Carson, I did the same right. shit as you did. Your parents let you stay up till one? No, I had to sneak it in. But like. My mother was in the room with me and my brother. Yeah. I'm sure she Johnny. was. Okay. Uh, the ahead. TV would go off Correct. and it was the, the, the national Saw Spangled Banner. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the, what, with all this stuff is happening, how do I say this in a way that I can get in trouble? With like Cosby. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. What I'm saying is. Dude, up until about, you know, six years ago when I was going to Vegas more and more, after a show, I fucking have a, a glass of red and my buddy would give me a Percocet and everybody would just be chilling. You know what I correct, mean? Me correct. and my buddy and people take pills. This is just, correct. they take pills now. So what I'm saying is at that time, everyone's horny. It's the late 70s. Correct. People are drinking. Pills were just another form of weed or coke. So now, how do I say this in a way? There's definitely some nefarious activities, but there's also some revisionist history, which people don't realize that that... By the way, and you're saying now, like, yo, I'm going to take my own lewd. That's up to you if you want to take your lewd. Correct. Uh, but these lewds are making us horny. Like, Life hey, is good. Yes. <laughs> but that's like, you know, a, that's a dangerous statement to say now. Right, correct. Which is crazy. Right, but I don't want you to think it was ever slipped in. Of course it's not. Always, I don't it think it was. always take a half and no, I'm taking a half. But you took, but you were right. 15 and you're just learning what right. it is. Correct. A hundred percent. But I, I tell people this all the time, like I'm working on this joke, like the first time I learned Ambien, whatever I knew Ambien was, was from an actress. Okay. Did you ever, did you do Ambien? Were you into that? No, dude. Oh. I did it because. To go to sleep. Did, I never did it. All this shit. I Dude, I learned from you before I started okay. getting really successful. Magnesium. 
Oh yeah, I turned I you on. I put the magnesium that. in right, the tea. Right, I turned you on. Right, that. and that'll right. knock you out. But right. like, if you're on a set and you gotta fucking get up at I five a.m., you need to be knocked to out. Sleep. Right. And so what? So that's when I started learning what Ambien was. Was on movie sets. Correct. And fucking actors would give me Ambien, and fuck, I would be woken the fuck up the next day. But like, I didn't think anything was weird about Ambien. But like, I'm just saying this. I learned about Ambien through Hollywood. It was never anything bad. It was a sleeping pill. Right. And then like, I learned about Ambien like. Oh well, after a day of work, you're having a red wine. Put it, you know, some a, an actress would give me an Ambien. Correct. Nothing okay. weird, but just like mellow me out. So, what's that's what I'm saying is she gets there's new. But you found out down the road, not exactly the greatest thing in the world. I didn't hate it, but I'm going to tell you this: I've definitely had an Ambien. I've never had any of the weird Ambien shit, but like a half a glass of. I, I will say this: I've flown from LA to London and I've okay. had like a glass of red okay. and a partial of a Zanny bar there's any bars you take a, a quarter of a quarter I'll tell you what you do get a little horny on that on Xanax is Xanax Xanax and the right red wine okay. okay so what I'm saying is this shit is just happens and it's there's a there's a fine line we have to be careful when we talk about it right which I, is crazy I, I, right I but I literally I I have asked every biochemist who's ever come so now my, you wanted to, so oh I would there, I would love to have there's a back. million there's they definitely can make them again yeah, you don't because, think Elon because, Musk will hire somebody to do it because the chemistry is still in on Google you can get the, if you go to Wikipedia and type in quaaludes you'll get the the double bar and carbon bar blah, 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 blah. so then why doesn't someone make I it I have I have been asking it's been that. making on underground somewhere me and my brother talk about it all the time on you the don't phone. think they're well why would me they joke. stop it I I. I Jamie, this is one of the craziest things that I have been wanting to find out. I have literally asked biochemists in my office that come in to get adjusted. I go, any chance you know how to make this stuff? Okay, because everybody makes, since I'm 12 years old, everybody's making LSD in a basement. Everybody's doing, yeah. make this friggin' quaalude. Okay, and let's just and try it out and let's see. But a lot of these people have said they can't get the raw materials. What's the raw material? I guess there's a couple of things that have to be blended before you do it. I don't, I don't think you could just go like this. Oh, let me take parts of this candle and I'll turn it into... I think you have to have a certain... There's got to be certain raw materials that you have to have to... to but our world is more connected. I would have assumed that by now it would have been copied a hundred times over. But it's not. I, I have tried. Dude, asked, they're finding DNA in fossils and they're fucking recreating algae. Uh, okay, okay. Come on, dude. They I, can do a lewd. Someone at Merck can't do a lewd. Give me I a break. I totally agree. And I don't know why. With what is, why was it taken off the market? Later on, you'll go on, on Google and you'll, and you'll write that in and see what comes back. And is I'm, it bad? Are quaaludes bad? They're Are as, they addictive? They're as bad as any pill. They're going to go through the liver at the end of the day. The liver's going to see everything, okay? Don't, it's like, it's like <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I know why he's laughing, folks. That's between, the liver. That's between him and me. The liver. I know, exactly. <laughs> I know why he's laughing. Okay. Folks. Folks. Um... I knew you were going to laugh at that, but seriously, the liver, it goes, everything goes through the liver. So you can't say it, oh, it doesn't do anything. It's not going to do anything to you. Everything goes through the liver and eventually you're going to tax the liver with it. But, um, I, I would take that. And I always say, I why would you take it? At nighttime? Yeah. To chill out a little bit on the piano and then, and then to put clothes, turn the, you know, close all that shit up. And then just lay down in the bed and watch whatever, a movie, uh, whatever. What are you going to do with your heart on? 
I'll jerk. I also I'll jerk. Oh, you'll jerk. I got you porn. I you know yeah. I have a girlfriend. She doesn't live with me, but you yeah. know I have a girlfriend. Um, but you don't always have to jerk. No, 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 no. I'm fi- but I, but I'm 57 and I've never taken Viagra in my life, dude. I'm 51 you, and I never take. You never it took it. No. Have you ever ever to experiment? Never. No, I never did because I was scared Excuse of my me. heart. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. And dude, okay. I got to tell you, it's weird. You know, you can, I can't do this joke now, but I can. But when you would Why not? go. Because it's cancel culture, but right. um, uh, somebody told me this, a very old legend at the Playboy Mansion okay. once, and he goes, you know what God's Viagra is? And I said, what? He goes, uh, a strange 23-year-old. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a funny joke, but now they're going to say some shit. But it was no. a legend who told me that. But that's funny. But honest to God, I've never had an issue. I- and you know, I don't know. I think you and I are pretty much like that. Like we're very horny, and my friend John's like that. We're we're just. I, I think it's just. I think it's almost like a state of mind or something. I remember my father. We're also and not I, married, and we're not married. Okay, but I remember my father. He was about seventy-five at the time, and we were sitting at the pool in out in Boca, where they were Boca Raton, and. Uh, and my brother was with us, and we were talking about women and everything. And my mother was nowhere near there. She was in the kitchen somewhere. And we and I said, uh, let me ask you something. Are you still... Uh, I didn't say... To who? To my father, but I, I didn't... Just, why would you say I, that? I, That's we disgusting. Talk, I, come on. That's it was a just, sin. No, I didn't say you still bang. I didn't say that. I said, yes. yeah, you still can, you know, if you wanted, could you? And he said, let's just leave it at this. You won't have a problem in your 70s. Okay, and I said, really? And, and that's all I needed to know. And he said, he goes, if genetics has anything to do with it, you won't have a problem. He goes, we'll leave it at that. Because my father was also a, a, young, a streetwise guy that was, didn't, wasn't going to give me any info. Okay, because yes. he was, that's his woman. That's his, that's his wife. Okay, that's my mother. You know what I mean? So yes. he, he wasn't going to disrespect in any way. He was the old school guy kind of thing. So he was he like, I'm not classy. I'm, exactly. He goes, I'm not going to tell you anything, but let's just say if genes have anything to do with it, you have nothing to worry about in your 70s. And I said, okay, cool. That's all I wanted to know. Okay, let me, let me ask you some questions because there's so much we can talk about, Dean. We're going to have to have... Right, I'm actually that. having multiple podcasts <laughs> in my head thinking about... If you do well, series how, regular, yes, because you're you're a character. I am a little out there, so, I, and I don't want to get into so much history because I did, and you'll you'll just take ten hours to tell me something. So, I want to. Why I think it's so interesting is, you know, there's a lot of history with you and you, why you're a comic and why you're a doctor, and you know, I'm doing a joke about it now, and you should listen to it sometime about you tried to please your parents too much, and you got to follow your dreams and all this stuff. But oh, I wasn't no, that no. Wasn't your me. first show was okay, mom. I'm a doctor now. Can I? Be I a wrote a one man show called Okay, Mom. I became a doctor, doctor now. Can I please go back to show business? Yes. Okay, because you wanted to please your mother. No, no, no. That was just the Jewish. Um, he, my son's a doctor. Yeah. So now I did that for you. Okay, even though she didn't give a shit. Okay, she. I didn't come from that kind of stock. My father was. Uh, not, my father didn't graduate high school, so I didn't grow up with. Okay. You know, you got to become a doctor. You know, my father was more like figure a way to make a buck. That so was my father. When when you came out here, Go were ahead. you a chiropractor? I came out. No, I be, I went to chiropractic school. I'll give you the chronology of this, and I'll do it in Cliff Notes. Okay, I'll do it okay. in Cliff Notes. 
Uh, I come out here December 7th, 1989 with a dream. I come out here with $11,000 and two bags of, of, of clothes. That's a lot of money. That was a shitload of money because I was a male stripper in New York. Yeah, you were Chippendale. I worked with the Chippendales oh, guys. Oh, you were Chippendale adjacent. I was Chippendales adjacent. Yeah, but okay. you did well. I remember I did that. very well with that and I had a, had a great time. Okay, and I wish Quaaludes were around back then. Yeah. Okay, because that was a good experience. Maybe they were happy you weren't. That, well, yeah, you're right. So I come out here with that money and I and I and I get a studio apartment and um on Bluffside Drive in Studio City. And I know I think exactly you know where it is. Yeah, I yes. think you do actually. And um I know that red and that red apartment building, I think. It was down, it was called a promenade. I know. You're D. Okay. L. Hughley. I used to deliver pizzas to D. L. Hughley. He lived on that street. Okay. I lived in one oh nine four five. Okay. Bluffside Drive. Thank you. And I still remember the address. And um uh and I'm, you know, uh, I'm scared about the money running out because I know it will uh, run out. It's a lot of money, It's a lot of money dude, in 1989. I came, out, I came out with like 1200 You came out with 10 times the money, so go yeah, ahead. I had, yeah, it was good. And, and but it, You it had was, your own apartment it, or had, had a roommate? I had my own apartment. Okay. I had my own apartment. Bachelor or one room? Studio. Okay. I had a studio. And it was, uh, I think it was $800 or something like that back then, whatever. And um, so I come out here to do stand-up. Remember, I'm still... I still got those $50 gigs that are still in, you know, in yes. my brain. So I'm coming out here and I'm going to meet guys like you and I'm going to meet the Holtzmans and I'm going to meet that whole uh, uh, Torreses and, the, and all those yes. guys down the road. And you're going to come into that picture and blah, blah, blah. Um, so in March of 1990, listen to this, Jamie. I'm here three months. Oh, I like this better when I'm doing it. I'm getting yeah. Okay. There's much better sound like this. Um, I'm here three months in March of 90, my hand to God, I'm here three months. I beat out 83 people at Young and the Restless. Now, folks, go to Google right now if you're watching this and look up Don Diamant, D-I-A-M-O-N-T. He's the guy I'm going to replace on Young and the Restless. Uh, Jill Newton is my, and, and Gail Camacho are my two casting directors. Very big. Do you, remember, do you remember yes, them? Huge. Did you ever go for soaps in any way? Did you? Did I you, delivered to coffee. So you, did, you delivered to Beverly Boulevard? No, I delivered to coffee to ABC. Okay, Prospect Avenue. Yes. Yep, Mark Teschner. Teschner. <laughs> Every day. He just, wrote, a, he just hit me up for you for an audition last week. He's still there? He's still there. It's I like, would deliver him coffee and a headshot. Super cool. He's never looked at me. <laughs> to this day, he wouldn't take my picture. I'm going to tell him that me and you were, did a podcast night. We spoke about him. Okay. So but, wait. So okay. you're so young and restless. Young and restless. And Don Diamant. Okay. Take a look and look at me now. Okay. Lost a few hairs and everything like that. But trust me, there was a reason I booked this role. So I beat out 83 people. Comes down to me and Patrick Muldoon. Muldoon, who was the OG for my acting class. That Correct. was a USC Third Street USC. superstar quarterback, you Calvin got it. Clyde model. You got it. And you Starship Trooper. That's correct, with yeah. Denise Richards. Yes. Okay, Is and the- I become friends. Wait a second. And we have to go back and forth because they narrowed it down to the two of us. Okay. How did you get the audition? Oh, drama log? Beautiful story. Can I? Can you yeah, give me? Can ahead. you give me three seconds? Yeah, a minute. Yeah. It's going to be a minute and a half. Yeah. Okay. I meet a smoking hot girl at a restaurant, an Italian restaurant on Riverside Drive near the FedEx in Toluca Lake. Okay, I forgot what it was. It was on the corner, La Pergola or something. Okay. Okay. And smoking hot, she's my waitress, the server. 
Okay, it was waitress back then, but yeah. server now. Yes. She's my server, and I'm completely new to this town. So I'm sitting there eating, and I have no idea where I am, and blah, blah, blah. But I found this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And we start dating. And we go see, we go see Blue Steel. I remember this, like I'm sitting with you in a movie theater right now. We go see Jamie Lee Curtis and Ron Silver. Yeah. Okay, Blue Steel. One of the worst movies ever. Oh, so yeah. we got to the point that we didn't give a shit about the movie anymore. It was that bad. Yeah. She whispers in my ear. She's a day player slash co-star on Young and the Restless. And she whispers in my ear, has anybody ever told you you look like Brad Carlton from Young and the Restless? And I go, almost every single day in New York. And I try and tell people... I that show was shot in California. I'm on the four train right now with you in the subway, okay? Because I, I used that to, was a joke, or just, actually people did tell. Oh, you this that. was going on all the time. Oh, so it was actually real. And I would, and I'm in a subway, and people would go. They would tap me and go, "Can I ask you something? Are you the guy on Young and the Restless?" And I go, I, I, "I'm sorry, but they do shoot that in L.A. And I'm, I'm." I'm oh, so this you you were you were mistaken. Every, almost every day of my life. Okay. All, this guy was huge. He had huge storylines back then. And he's still pretty big. He's still on the show. <laughs> no, he's not. He's on the show. Okay. He's on Bold and the Beautiful. They transferred him over. Okay. Okay. So wait. So now she, t- I got an itch. She tells me, you really do hear this? And I go, yeah, I hear it uh, every 36 hours uh, for, for uh, like clockwork. And she goes, you're so identical to this guy. She goes, I just want to give you a little heads up. They're casting for a new Don, for a new Brad Colton. I go, what do you mean they're casting? I, I don't know. The guy's on the show. He goes, they, uh, he's leaving the show. He's doing a cop drama at CBS pilot. Okay. I have a friend in New York who once gave me to put in my wallet. It said Lawrence Kalkstein, all sorts entertainment. Okay. Yeah. And I call up CBS and I tell them uh, I act like him. It's almost like, like your book Wannabe. Power, it's, yeah. your, it's what you did. Yeah. I call up pretending to be Lawrence Kalkstein and I, who's alive, thank God, and a good friend of mine in New York in the 70s. And um, I pretend to be him and I go, uh, my guy looks just like him. And there's no such thing as faxing, email, or anything. Yeah, no, none of this. There's shit. no sending anything. Nothing. Trust me when I tell you. Yeah, it's when a phone he, sale. That's it. Trust me when I tell you when he gets to the gate, you'll see what I'm talking about. Blah, 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 blah. This is me talking. So somehow, some way, I finagled an audition with Jill, Jill Newton. And there's 80, I'll never forget the, the list. My brother's lucky number is 11 and, and anything that adds up to 11 I was, always stays in my head. It was yeah. 83 people on the sheet. And um, I go in there and Jamie, I swear, when I, it was almost a scene from Saturday Night Fever when he's walking down with the pizza in his hand and girls are looking and guys are, are looking at him and blah, 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 you know, Travolta. Yeah. When I'm walking down that hallway yeah. in, in CBS Everybody came out in separate doors. They all came out as though, and I, I knew it was, they, somebody gave word, either upstairs, downstairs when you check in, you know, ID and all that shit, yeah. okay? Um, somebody must have called somebody and said, you got to see this guy. This guy's like a carbon copy, okay? So I went down, I, I went through there, and, blah, 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 and I finally get into the office, and Gail and Jill are like, oh my God, okay? And, there's, and here's the kicker. My headshot, I'm in a denim shirt. I swear on a stack of Bibles. You know how they have the, the 25 cast members, yeah. these regulars on yeah. the wall? Okay. He's wearing 
denim shirt in my in the headshot that I'm, I'm, oh pres- my God. I'm presenting with. Okay. So I go in there and they give me a few minutes. They go, they're very nice to me for some odd reason. Okay. And they say, take your time, go look at this. Because there was no such thing as sides, man. It was, you came for the sides. Yeah. Okay. So now I get the sides and she goes, take a half hour, go outside, chill out, enjoy the fresh air, blah, blah, blah. And learn and learn this, blah, blah, blah. Come back in. Yeah. And I come back in and, uh, and I do a good job. She says to me, can you do me one thing? She goes, I'm bringing you back. Okay. She okay. told me, told me right there. She was very cool. That's fucking awesome. Okay. She goes, I'm bringing you back, but I got to ask you a huge favor. And I go, What's the favor? And she goes, can you lose that New York accent by Thursday? <laughs> so, no. so the thing that you haven't ever lost? I think that I've never lost. Your entire life? So ironically, Larry David's friend is my neighbor in my studio apartment, and he had just done a Seinfeld episode. Uh, oh, this is Jewish David, geography. No shit. David Blackwood. Okay. okay. If you run that on Google, you'll see I'm telling the truth. Run it on Google. Go get on, go get on Google. Run it on Google. Run it right now. Okay. We'll wait. So, so I, he happens to be a dialect teacher. Okay. okay. He's an actor, but he does something in a day to make money. So I knock on his door and I go, David, you, you once told me that you do stuff with voices with people. And he goes, yeah, what's up? And I said, I got a, f- a freaking callback, but like a serious callback for a series regular. This guy's like looking at me like, didn't you just move out here like a week and a half ago? Yeah. Okay. He hated me for that, but he, he, li- he was one of those guys, but he was cool. And I worked with him for two nights and to lose the R's and all that and that kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I knocked it out of the park. That was it. That's number two. Cut to three, four, and five. Callbacks. Yeah, this was one of those things where I had to do, I had to do sizing with him. I had to go with Brad. I had to go with Don. Okay, we had to go back to back. Yeah. We had to do fi- uh, pictures together. We wow. did a scene together. I did a scene with Peter Bergman. Do you know Peter Bergman? No. He wins the awards every year. So okay. you, they wanted a carbon copy of what they had. Correct. Oh, got it. So now I do a matching thing with him, and then on on on. Callback number six, I'm with the man himself, William Bell of Bell Phillips Productions. Okay, the head honcho. The, 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 the guy who owns. He's basically the Aaron Spelling of daytime. <laughs> he's he's, yeah. he's a, a and beyond he's sitting, uh, and legend. He's sitting right here on the couch with me, and Edward Scott is directing me, who became a humongous director of soaps. Okay. okay. And... I'll never forget this as long as I live. Um, okay, so wait, wait. Let, let me just cut this one thing because this is Patrick Muldoon. Yeah. Muldoon and I became friendly after the second, uh, on the second callback. We were like, hey, you too? You too? You, one of those things. Yeah. And we started going out. They were, they were really being cool with us and they would let us go out and read the material for a half hour, 45 minutes. And me and him, and I've run into him since at, at Runyon Canyon and we still laugh about it, we still talk about it. Um, we made a deal that we'll, we'll be friends and made a better man win. Yeah, okay. okay. He was totally cool with that. And uh, uh, I, I, did, I read with him. He read with me outside in the street on Beverly. Okay. Okay, near Air One. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a totally cool relationship that we had. It was like, let's take a shot, man. Let's see. You get it. Great. I get it. Fantastic. Whatever. Yeah. And it was one of those things that worked. And uh, so you don't see that shit now. You don't, you know, it's too much competition. But yeah. it was different. So we go back and now on 
the sixth thing, it was like me and him and like maybe one other person. And I'll never forget in that room, I don't even know if they were sitting outside, but in that room, he looks at Edward Scott and he goes, what do you think? And I'll never forget Edward Scott goes, needs a little work, but I can work with him. Okay, just he said that. He goes, needs a little work. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I took three classes with William Hickey in New York. Yeah. Uh, you are, you're very good. You're good. Yeah, okay. legend. William legend. Hickey. Yes. Legend. So go ahead. Legend. William Hickey. Look it up. Run so, the Google. Run the Google. So I get, I can't, I can't wait to see how many people comments are going to be like, who is this whack job? They might not. <laughs> they might not. They might go. So wait. So turned it off after 13 minutes. No, no. So. He says, what do you think? And all of a sudden, I get it. One of those grandpa things on your, on your knee. And he goes, welcome to CBS. Who said that? William Bell. No. I swear on a stack of Bibles. He taps me, gives me the, gives me the grandpa thing on your knee, and go, like, I love you and everything like that kind of thing, and goes, welcome to CBS. <sighs> okay. So now I go, does that mean something? And, and, you know, I mean, you got people out there. Does that mean? He goes, well, you're with us now. You're, you're part of the family now, and you're going to be the, the character. We have to look at them, but you're, you have, you're going to be the, the guy. So, okay, great. I'm, I'm all excited, and then a guy from CBS meets me outside and tells me you're going to have a fan club. Here's my name and my telephone number. You, you, everybody gets a fan club. Okay. Everybody has a fan club. Okay. So uh, did you have one, a fan club, or do you still no. have one? Okay, okay. Go. So I'm going to keep going. People so, hate me. No, no, everybody, everybody loves you, man. So, um... Uh, welcome to CBS. I call my mother. Oh my God, you're not going to believe this. This is insane. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. William Hickey was right. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, okay, cool. Um, he says to me, uh, listen, we're going to Hawaii to shoot a wedding scene. We're going to be away for about two and a half weeks. Yeah. I'm going to work on your storyline and, yeah. um, and then we're going to bring you in. We're going to, we're going to slowly introduce you to America. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. And this is in the day when, there was a voiceover on a soap opera that would say, the part of Brad Carlton today is being played by Dean Larratt. Oh, yeah, they did that. I remember they used that. to do that. Yeah. Abs- Absolutely. So, um, so now, I'm, I got I to tell you how this ends up. So now, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I'm here three months, man. And I figured, so I told my mother, I will own Hollywood within six to seven years from now. If I did this in three... I, I said, I'll own it in seven months. Which makes sense. Seven years. Yeah. Okay. I figured I'll do exactly what Cruz did. I, I would, pro, you know, and even what Judd Apatow did from writing to yeah. owning. Why not? Okay. So I figured I would do it. And um, so I, I get the scripts, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to learn these scripts and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this, this eventually happens when they come back from, from the Hawaii thing. So now... Um, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm calling Gail Camacho and, and Jill. What's going on? I mean, I, are you guys going to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting to it. They're getting to it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm selling hair care products at the time to make money. Yeah. To make money. I don't care about the money that's in the bank. I'm still selling hair care products for Chris Kardashian. Okay. Wow. She's my boss. She's my first boss here. Okay, on Doheny and Robertson. Well, what are the hair care products? It's called Shanice, C-H-E-N-I-C-E. And you know who was one of my biggest clients for moose, of all things, for liquid moose? Drew Carey. 
with a marine haircut. No! Drew Carey was living in Andrew Dice Clay's old apartment on Fountain. Fountain, Fountain Avenue. I always get Franklin and Fountain confused. Yeah. Okay, and he was F's. living with Terry Mulroy. Yeah, I know the name. Terry Mulroy is, is the, you know Terry Mulroy. I don't, I don't want to say it, but I guess I can say He's the albi- an albino. Okay. Okay, and um, uh, he was the, he was, they were roommates, and for some crazy reason, Drew Carey, who had, like this much hair come, come kept it clean and tight was using my moose wow okay but he wasn't drew carey then he was drew carey as a as a guy that just shot a pilot called the drew carey show and you, Rick you, Messina, were, Messina. you, you were selling the moose I was selling mo- hair care products moose shampoo rinse bah, 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 bah. and doing what delivering it out of the back of my hyundai excel so it was like an mlm no, it was a legitimate company. I was I was going from beauty salon to beauty salon to beauty salon. But you sold it directly to Drew. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they bought enough, and he would buy like four or five cartons, uh, containers at a time, I'd be able to sell it for like a halfway decent price. And Chris was your boss. Chris was my first boss. My God, yeah, I almost got killed with Chris. Chris and I were in a very bad car accident. That's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so wait, okay, so now I'm. That's what I'm doing in the daytime. So there's a salon. Where Chasen's used to be, if you remember. Yeah, Chasen's. It was called El Salon on Beverly and and Doheny. Well, Chasen's was There was a Ralph's across the street. Yeah, still there. Still there. And right across the street was a higher salon called El Salon. I go into El Salon. That was my account. I go in there to bring some stuff. And who's getting her her pedicure, a Manny and Petty, is William Bell's daughter, who plays cricket on the show. Okay. Okay. I walk over to her. Whoa. I walk over and I go, hi, you're, you're Chris. I think her name is Kristen. No, no, no. That's Kristen Bell is another actor. I said, uh, you, you play cricket, if I remember correctly. I think Laura Lee Bell is her name. Okay. Laura Lee Bell. And I go, uh, you're Laura Lee, right? And she goes, she almost gave me that look like, yeah. uh, Exa- exactly, exactly. Jesus and Christ. I said, no, no, I'm not here to, I swear I'm not here to bother you. I just had an amazing time with your father a couple of weeks ago. And I just want to know where we're at. Like, <gasps> <laughs> that could go that sideways. Could go, yeah, that could be a little weird. So, wait. so she goes, what do you mean? And I go, um, I'm supposed to be the new Brad Carlton on your show, except that your father's writing a storyline. And she goes, oh my God. Yeah, the, I did hear something about Don leaving the show, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes like this to the woman doing her nails. Do me a favor, sweetie. G- give me the phone. This is when the phone was this big. Yeah. Okay. She goes, give me that phone right there. She's talking on her phone. She calls her father up and she goes, uh, Hi, Daddy. Wow, that's huge. Huge. Yeah. Okay. She goes, and, and she, she's and in she the middle like of the Manny and the Patty. Manny and Patty. Yeah. And she goes like this to me. Don't say a word. Not here. Not, oh, here. not here. She goes, hi, hi, Dad. Yes, I promise we're going to call when we land in Kennedy. I promise. Yeah. I promise. As soon as we get to JFK, I'll call you. Yes. Yes. I'm just getting my nails done right now. Hey, I got to ask you something. About 20 minutes ago, some guy, a tall guy came in, dark hair, um, and uh, he said something that he's going to be on the show play, replacing Don. And she just used his real name because they know him. You know, that's like family to them. These are guys. Yes. And she goes, she didn't do character. So she goes, replacing Don. Yes. Tall. Correct. Exact. Yes. These are for the people at home that can see if I can act. Yeah. Okay. When I do a phone scene. I was believing it. Okay. <laughs> so, I was believing it. 
Jesus. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were going to have a good time here You're tonight. Fucking psycho. So, <laughs> you're auditioning. No, no, no. So she goes, she goes, so he, he is going to, he, okay. So he was telling the truth. Okay. But what are you doing? Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, love you. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll call you when we land. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Hang the phone up. Hangs the phone up. Let me make sure it's hung up. I don't want anybody yeah. to hear. So she um, looks at me and she goes like this. She goes, you got the part, man. He's right. You're going to be work. You should be working within about two weeks. About two to three weeks, they should have your, your, your stuff coming through. Okay, now, 31 years later, I have never done a scene. <laughs> 31 years Wait later. <laughs> 31 years later, I'm sitting by the phone. <laughs> Swear to God, never, not even, not even a, wait, so now you got to hear this. What happened? This is wild. So now I call, oh my about a month God. goes by now. Now I'm starting to pick That's up the a phone. long call back. Yeah, 323-575-2500 or something. Yeah. And that's young and the restless. And I call up and Jill Newton's, oh no, I get a phone call. I get a phone call from Jill Newton. I'll remember, now I remember it now. Are these people powerful? Because you're well, fucking putting them out there. Okay, go ahead. No, but I, I only great things to say about okay. her. She's a sweetie. Go she ahead. was nice to me. She was go very, ahead. she has nothing to do with this. Okay. Okay. So she calls me and she goes, Dean, it's Jill. Listen, I have some, some bad news for you, but it's good bad. And I go, yeah, okay, go ahead. What's up? And she goes, um, okay, well, Don is coming back to the show. And I go, oh, what part is he going to play? Okay, that's what I said to her. He's going to play no, Don. I, I, she goes, he's playing Brad. She laughed and he goes, he's playing Brad. And I go, I'm joking with you. I'm kidding a little bit. But I, part of me wanted to be a little, that, that was true. So wait. So wait. So she goes, the good part. I go, what happened? He goes, cop drama didn't get picked up. Uh, yeah, of course. Cop drama, they used me as bait. Okay, so that's fine. So I go like this. They didn't I, use you as bait. They were covering their asses. I don't know. All right. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Or okay. maybe. So right. wait, he goes into the pilot. It doesn't get picked up. Correct. You're strung along. Strung along. And then boom, they call you, which is nice because they didn't nice. have a deal. And they said, he's coming back to show. This Correct. is like two or three weeks after welcome to CBS. Correct. Where's Muldoon? Muldoon didn't get the part. Muldoon ends up about a year later on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, Muldoon was on because when he was in my class, he, he was, was a soap star. He was on Days of Our Lives. And they were like, that's blah, blah from Days of Our Correct. Lives. And he couldn't. Correct. In our hall, he, he couldn't. The guy couldn't never have a scene alone. He, so many girls wanted to be a scene oh, partner. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He was a good like, looking oh, dude, man. Great looking guy. Great looking but guy. he was also a. Oh, maybe he was the tight end. the USC. But he was he a tight end? I thought he was a receiver. Yeah, he was a receiver. He was a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver. Super nice guy, man. Super nice guy, good looking. Calvin yeah. Klein, I think, yes. saw him at a USC game, gave him a deal. Yeah. And look, he, let, me, let me play racial politics. I mean, he's ahead. a white dude on USC, catching balls in the fucking deep cut. Go ahead. And so, the, you know, black dudes respected him. So he had a lot going on. Absolutely. Yeah, he was good fucking guy. good. Only, I still run into so him once a year at, at running. He, so he didn't get it. He doesn't get it either. And he's okay. a little gangster. Like, he grew up in fucking uh, 
to play it. No, uh, I, I thought he's from here. He's from uh, San. He's from Pedro, dude. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a right, little right, hardcore, right, which San is hardcore. Yeah. That's a rough area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I go. What's the What's the good news? Well, the good news is we're going to keep you in mind for day player stuff and all that other stuff. And I'm going. Oh, great. Okay, great. I'm going. You know, that kind of really. really? Yeah. Okay. So now. This is in the days. There's no email. There's no nothing. There's nothing. nothing. There's nothing. I decide, wait a second. I get a Jamie Kennedy idea. Seriously. I get a Jamie because I read Wannabe. All right. I get a Jamie Kennedy idea. And I say, I write a letter to William Bell. Okay. And I go, dear Mr. Bell, thank you for the seven auditions. I had a blast hanging with you guys and a lot of laughs and blah, blah, blah. Which is great training. Great family, great this, great that, blah, blah, blah. I hope you meant every word because it was a wonderful experience. I did at that time, of course. It's a great thing now. Absolutely. Okay. So I write, I got a crazy idea. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know where this is going. This is where Dean starts getting, he starts getting one of those things you put on people that make them away from you, uh, cease and desist. No, no uh, um, yeah, wait, cease and desist. No, and the other one uh, is- Order of protection. No, order of protection. <laughs> restraining. What, restraining. Restraining order. order. This, is where the restra- <laughs> this is where Dean starts so, losing. This is where you have problems. Everything no, is good up until this point. Right. But now your pushiness comes in. Watch this. Wow. Watch this, folks. I can't Watch wait, folks. This. Keep talking. Hold on. I just have to see how long we're doing. Keep going. So you, you okay. I can, are we still rolling? Of course. Oh, okay. How do I look? I look okay? Yeah. All right. Let the audience so, know I've had a long day. Okay. All right. So, so, okay. So now I write this letter and I go, I got a crazy idea. Okay. I think you might like. Okay. Okay. Semicolons. Okay. How about making, since we look so identical, you know where I'm going. I know exactly where you're going. Since we look so much alike, Mr. Bell, comma, how would you like to make me his long lost brother, dot cousin, dot, 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 comma, 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 That was a move back in the day. That's what you did. The long lost. Long lost. Long lost. Nobody in there in real life has a long lost No, but they use that. Okay, but back then... That um, was the that was the streamline of the soap. Guy. Remind me to tell you, well, no. Okay, you want me to finish? And then yes, folks. Remind him that he has. A- no, here's the thing: is that I'm going to finish the story. But I want to say is that the guy that I was living with in Koreatown when we started meeting each other rented me that side of the side of the room. Okay, he was an stand-in. For Woody Harrelson okay. on Cheers, okay. great looking guy, Jeff Hawk, real physical. Okay. And he every day came up with a hustle and he would put, he, he photographed, he copied his face and he said wanted, it was, it was Woody Boyd. Okay. It was Woody Harrelson's character. And he was like, Daryl Boyd. Okay. He's like, play the brother. Yeah. And so he would leave that every day as an extra and a stand in. Okay. And he would say. He would just leave it in different parts of the cheer set. And one day the director goes, or Jim he, Burroughs. Jim Burroughs said, Jeff Hawk. <laughs> oh, and he goes, Yep, that's me. Like the headshots were like in the craft service, the headshots oh, he, were in, he must have in the bathroom. Him. He left him more. And he goes, And they go, You're looking for work? And he goes, Yes, sir. And he goes, You're not going to find it here. And boom. 
I don't know if it was that or something else, but then he left town. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm going back to Colorado. And I got the whole place. So I moved out from behind the refrigerator into the whole room. Yeah, he's lived in some crazy spots. So uh, that's so this so. is, but the, he is like, I, he's like, I pitched the whole thing, the Long Lost Brother. So Long Lost Brother was a big deal. This was yes. at the time where and Bill Maher. Yes, it was doable. Bill Maher was an actor. He was in a movie called Pizza Man. Yes. And he was in that. He was like a big co star with Bill Maher. This is how long ago this was. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. So you went Long Lost Brother. I took brother, a, a bomb. I, I sent out a bomb. Which is a good idea. It's a Jamie Kennedy and, move. Yeah, and you also felt like, look, the daughter was nice to you yeah. the fucking dad you're working for chris kardashian he had no idea knee. yeah you slapped the knee you're seven deep you had a fan club okay. so boom right exactly so now i go long lost this comma 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 Th think it over get back to me jamie snail mail postage stamp and everything three days later phone rings his Put it closer his, to your mouth. Yeah. His reception. I'm going to sit up. A little, I'm going to sit up. By the way, no one knows what that is, but he had a receptionist. He had a receptionist. Yeah, which is normal. Okay, woman named like Leslie or something, an older woman. I get a phone call, and hi, this is uh, Leslie over at uh, Bell Phillips, Phillips Productions. Um, very interesting. We we got your letter uh, yesterday, and uh, William Bell really wants to commend you uh, on coming up with this idea. Wait a second, you got to hear this. Um. It was, uh, he, he was almost, uh, uh, this is what she's leaving on my message. He was almost like astonished that he didn't come up with this to, based upon how you guys look. Um, we've decided that you are going to be Matthew Carlton. And I call, give us a call back when you get a chance. I call back. I call the number, 323 oh, number. Oh my God. I'm not kidding. Matthew Carlton. So I call back, but now I call Jill Newton. Okay, and Camacho, because there it gets funneled to them now. So um, I call back, and she goes, uh, you're going to, I said, what's the story with this Matt Carlton? I'm, oh, Dean, it's so nice to hear from you. Uh, yes, the, they, they want to make you uh, uh, the role, uh, Matthew, Matthew Carlton. I go, what does he play? What does he play? Well, who is he? What is he? And, he? and I'll never forget this. She goes, a deranged gardener. <laughs> But he's the boy. He was the brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm the brother, but I'm a deranged gardener. Okay, okay. And I go, what do you? <laughs> Jamie, this is all true. This Folks, is acting, by the way. I don't know one Jewish gardener. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. Can I exactly. say that? Absolutely. That's go not ahead. racial profiling. Okay. So, ethnic pro cleansing, whatever. So now she goes. But this is what freaked me out. She goes, come over and pick up your sides. And I went, sides. So I go over there. You got to uh, read. I go over and I go in there. And now it's 53 people. Oh, you counted them all. I saw it on the friggin' list. On the sheet. And I went, I went, you, and I'm going to say this out loud. You piece of shit. Who's the piece of shit? Not casting. Upper echelon. You took my idea and oh. now you put a casting call out on it. So you think that's what they did? He didn't come up with this on his own. I came up with this. Matthew Carlton, I wrote the letter. So they put a casting call out. 50, I read 53 people. Muldoon was not there. Okay. I read for, for, once again, I had to beat out 53 people. I did it. I did okay. it again. I beat okay. it. Now, somebody gave me a wink, wink. That Now, Jamie, let me ask you. You've been, nobody's that I know has had more success than, than you. You know, really, I'm being honest. Thank you. 
Do you know if it's a law that they have to see people for a role or can, 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 can Sandler just give me a role because I'm his chiropractor hypothetically, or do, does he still have to look at seven other people and wink, wink at me? No, there's no law. In I, fact, w- I was told there's a sag and after rule, rule that if you're going to take on a car- play a character, you, it's, you have to put out a, 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 no, a note as a casting call. Uh, you, have you ever heard this? I've never heard this. I'm sure it's a lot different now because we have to make sure that we're, everybody, yeah, which right, you know, right, which right, should right, be. Right, so right, we have right. to make sure right, the right, right, right people are being seen. But if you want to make your own independent movie, independent, forget about yeah, or your own thing. But I will say okay. this is that I'm not going to tell you when this happened, but Go I ahead. know that somebody wanted me for something that I thought which should just be all for only, and it kind of was, and. I was like, okay, we negotiated the whole deal and we did it. And then they go, you know, just got to let you know, I'm not going to say it's either the studio or the network, wanted to see five other people. Okay. And I go, but it was reached out to me of of somebody that you would know. Go ahead. And then he thought it was like, why are we doing this? I want this guy. And he was known and I'm known. Okay. And so what happened was he just told uh, told the studio that all the other people passed. (laughs) <laughs> so I got exactly. it, which he wanted me anyway, but it was bullshit. So exactly. there's not a law that I know it's of. It's an unwritten thing. But it should, but it's like they definitely, people just want to justify their existence. So they go, let's just see. Okay. Listen, when I was, I don't want to say too much, but when I was doing as good as it gets. Go ahead. That's Nicholson, right? Yeah. Nicholson. Okay, go ahead. I auditioned. I got the role. Greg, and, yeah. and then Nicholson was going in when I did all my auditions with a briefcase and a bunch of script and notes, oh, like man. a like an actor. Like it was incredible. He had his whole script and he was had it like wow. with the markups and it was like, you know, like a real actor and he's this, you know, iconic, iconic, right? So and they were talking about who was there was the one role that wasn't cast. They cast me and they still didn't have the Greg Kinnear part, which is okay. the linchpin of the movie that Helen Hunt mm-hmm, Jack mm-hmm. And everybody said, uh, I think Jack was like, I'll do the impression. I'll try to do do it. He was like, you know, Sean, I don't know. How how do I do it? Sean, you know, Sean's available or whatever. Sean's available. Yeah, yeah, you know, Sean. Basically, it was like, I heard the rumors that like basically said, Sean Penn's here to do the role if you want him. And James L. Brooks was like, it was amazing. Of course, it's Sean Penn, but I just want to look. And the reason he... Kinnear got the role is because Brooks wanted to just look and see something different. Okay. So what was the, 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 the point of that story is Sean Penn and Jack Nicholson in that movie would have made perfect sense. Greg Kinnear in that movie was fantastic as well Absolutely. and nominated for an Academy Award. Right. So and Jack won. But what I'm saying is sometimes people just go, OK, I know this is this. But I just want to look at something. Take a shot. And that's why James L. Brooks is James L. Brooks, because he made a new career out of it. Right. So so that, my only sense is, if someone like that is doing it, yes. If an executive fresh out of Sarah Lawrence College is going, well, why is, that's annoying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going. So you probably, it's not a law. leads. See, for the first one. Seven. Seven. But that doesn't matter, Dean. I know. You, no one knows you. No one no, wants no, you. No. no one wants any of us. Absolutely. You have to S to D. So so what happens? So you go in there, 
I go in. Long as fucking story. I want to get to the end of it because I have questions. What'd you ask me? When did I get into town? No. Yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. You know what this Telling reminds your me of? Story? This reminds me of a movie or an interview where the calendar pages are going to yeah, start. Yeah, dude. Dude, telling your story, you just talk so. I know. So wait. I, so I, what I, happened? Did you get uh, the role or not? So I beat out the fifty-three people. And then what happened? And thirty-one years later, I'm still waiting <laughs> to play a deranged gardener. So okay. wait, you didn't get that one either? They never went with the role. And so wait, so now, cut to like three years later, I'm doing extra work on Young and the Restless oh and Bold and the Beauty. Extra work. Yeah, that was my, that was them keeping me in mind. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. all right. right. Ah, whatever, come on. So give me a break. I should have been day playing up the ass. Okay. So, okay. Day so, playing <laughs> up the ass. So, so now, Ew. okay. So now I'm, so, I, I finish a day of extra work. I push the button on the elevator. Who's on the other side? William Bell. William Bell and his reception, and his, his secretary. All right, so get to the point. And he looks at me and he goes, you look very familiar. Oh, and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the guy that you welcomed to the ABC. I had nothing to lose at this point. Okay. I said, I was the guy who uh, you welcomed to the CBS family um, as the new uh, Matthew uh, Brad Carlton. He goes, that's who you are. You're Dean. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He remembered the name. And uh, one thing led to another. And he said, to, I, I said to him, man, I, I got to say it now because I, I, I never had the chance. Why couldn't you find something for me over the last three years? I said it. I said to him, I said, why couldn't you find something? I said, and I'll never forget. He said, well, it, you know, it's, and this is where I really got like, like, insulted of my intelligence he said well it's really not up to me and I went no it, it I swear I said to him I go no it is up to you you own the show you said that to him I did that I had to I, I had to at that so point. you took that bridge that was lightly had, lightly tindering and you blow torch I had to I was an extra it was over it was over it doesn't was no mean you could have built your way up to goodwill Never. Ne this you know is your. Story. By the way, this is your biggest problem. So had the end. Oh, how did the elevator? How did the elevator end? You said I that. I said to him. I said, made it but fucking it, awkward as hell. No, 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 no. He was no. He. I think he realized that I got. I got screwed over on you this. You didn't. One. Here's no one owes you anything. No, no. Here's what I want to say. You don't owe me for the Don, for the Brad called. Give me the Matthew and let's see if we can get the storyline going. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's your issue. And let me get killed by how, a rake. How do you kill you by a rake? <laughs> How did the elevator he got off? I'm not even asking because it's taking too long. Okay. Listen, that is your, that is, the, if I were to describe you in one thing, that one Achilles heel you have. Go ahead. You have too much entitlement. No, 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 no. I'm from Queens, New York. No, no, no. I'm the yes. least. Yes, you do. Just because you read seven times. Do you know how many times I've read for shit? Do you know how many times people have told? Do you know how many times actors get hired, they get fired? Do you know how many times right. people spit in your face, they throw a stapler at you? Do you know how many times? Dude, this is the business I know, we've chosen. I know, I know. Okay? Fredo. Like, so it's like you had an amazing beginning introduction. Instead of looking at that as a positive, you looked at it as, hey, what about me? As And if you well, were on that set, you're a good-looking guy. You stand out. Chris Jenner obviously liked you. Other people liked you. You could just fucking be on the set and play ball. Yeah, but, but one, the but ego gets in the way. I, I obviously, ego always gets in the way. But I, but if you're an extra, it, it's the mathematics to get. I did extra work. You work up from that. You never got I a have, line. You never got a featured never. extra. Did you do it a lot? Oh my god, I I, I made it's, I made after insurance with extra work. 
And no one ever gave you a bump. I never got a bump. Did you say to them, guys, I'll do whatever you want? Did you try to get a stand-in job? I, would, I was constantly on the phone with Jill Newton and Camacho telling them, hey, is there anything You're I'm You're probably right? too p- p- pushy. That's what it is. Uh, look, but, but but you gotta remember, man, we're going back thirty years, twenty seven, no. twenty eight years. So you gotta you gotta give me a little bit no, of a chance not, that maybe I've changed. No, I listen, I don't I understand what you're feeling, trust me, and I think I understand everything you're saying, and it's like But you know this town doesn't mm-hmm. owe you anything. This world doesn't owe you no, anything. Zero. But it's 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 I know because you get so close to it and you're tasting it and you, you it, it's like you, you got truffle butter you're not eating it but you smell it you know it's there. Do you know why I wanted to get the roll? Of, well, I have a lot of reasons. I just wanted to be able to build up. Um, on, I wanted to be the guy that the girl, the girl in Indiana, could say, "Oh, could we go see him at Crack?" Uh, uh, yeah, at, of at Cracker's Comedy Club. That's the guy I love on 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 your. Of course, my money would go up. I, I didn't course. care about the soap. Well, okay. No, but. Dude. So wait, so I ended up on Days of Our Lives, 2009 to 2012. As what? I had a great role for three years. I played Officer Adam Davis. I was a cop and... (laughs) I think I remember this. (laughs) I played Officer Adam Davis. I was a cop in the daytime. And at nighttime, I was stealing body parts from the the hospital (laughs) and selling them them for the mob. How are they selling kidneys and livers for the mob? Wait a minute. So it worked out. Yeah, but the wrong owner of the show. 20 years later, but hold on. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. So, so you did that for three years. How many episodes would you do? How many would you do a week? I did 26 episodes in three years. That's all. I did about eight a year. That was it. But it was great because I was cracking backs. I was doing, you know, playing chiropractor. And you had lines. And I had lines. And and I figured maybe if I stuck around long enough, something. But they, you know, like everything else, they, 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 the, part, okay. the part goes Let out. Let me explain this to you. Go ahead. I always say soap actors are the most underappreciated oh, people absolutely. in our business. Absolutely. And I say if you can do a soap, Excuse me. fucking, I, re, I applaud you. Because A. There's a lot of memories. Right? Yeah, yeah. I. I used to be very friendly with uh, a lot of people on Passions. Remember okay. that show? Yeah. And I used to run lines with one of the stars okay. every night. And I mean, I had already done fucking 50 movies. Okay. And we would do a half a page a day. And this girl would be doing 54 pages a day. I know. I know. And you get one take. Yeah. And I'm like, and she was probably making like three grand a week. Yeah. That's the absurd. like, and yep. she was... Between that and doing all the mall appearances, I mean, listen, it's great in terms of fame. It's Correct. it is the best school of learning on the Correct. fly. Correct. And if you're fucking beautiful, it's a. But I mean, the behind the scenes of the soap and everyone's hooking up and there's fucking the daytime Emmys is like a ski slope if you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was amazed. This girl was so amazing. At what she did. Okay. And I would go to the set with her and just hang out. And people were like, oh, Jamie Kennedy's here. Right, right, right. I was already a thing. And it was like cool to be kind of like the big. Right. And every actor was built, ripped, very cool, hilarious, and totally knew what they were playing. These like over dramatic. Right. And unbelievable at memorization. Yeah. That and was, I said, this is the fucking most underrated 100% School of acting 100%. Of all time So I tell anyone Who can get on a soap Get on a soap Yeah And it's fu- It's fucking training ground For superstardom I believe 
It was, yeah, there used to be a springboard. You used to be able to springboard it. Meg Ryan, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. But, but the springboard days. I don't even think this, I think there's four soaps left. It, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, it's Alec Baldwin was a huge. Huge star, yeah. At 54. Correct. And then his soap stud. Correct. So. Right. Meg Ryan did it. But it was, uh, you know, but no, you're right. I mean, look, nobody owes you anything, but you could have, you could have threw me a couple of bones to maybe either see how he does on camera. How is this guy? You know, whatever. They don't owe you anything. This is the problem. You could have. You know how many people are saying you could have? I get it. It sucks. They gave me a role. They brought me in for another role. I got that one. You didn't so, get it because you never showed right. up to set. <laughs> I, I was told. You were told. Right. You know what else you were told? <laughs> Santa Claus was real. Do you know what else we were told? The Easter Bunny. Exactly, dude. Welcome to the Hollywood. People lie directly to your dude, fucking face. Correct. But welcome to the world. I hate I that know. Hollywood gets a bad rap. No, Everyone the lies. Everybody the world. lies. Wall Street bankers lie. Doctors lie. Your teachers lie. I know. Women lie. Men lie. I agree. Oh. I agree. No, it, look, it was just something that You're happened. You're too smart to I was, be a victim. No, I, I am not making myself out to be a victim on this. I, I, I'm not. I'm, uh, all I ever said was, you know, that would have been, been nice. That would have been a nice jump start to the career. Because I think about it and I go, man, what, 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 what could have happened if that morphed into something like, hey, you get your three, back then, you get your 300000 a year on the show. Because that's what I, I heard sort of. Yeah. Okay. You get your 300000 All of a sudden, you do a couple of years with that. You're starting to do stand-up. You're doing the Paramus Mall signing calendar yes. or whatever. Okay. And that, that money adds up, yeah. you know. And then all of a sudden, the stand-up, and now you're headlining the rooms, and you're coming, and you're getting the door deals, and blah, blah, blah. And this is, this is like, this would be 96, 97. Where people are blowing you if you're a name. Exactly. If you're on TV, exactly. you're getting super yeah. blown. Exactly. So, but I, that wasn't the, the main reason. The main reason was I wanted that house. I wanted that, I, what these things could get, okay, back then. And, and I wanted it to be like, wow, I did, William Hickey told me I was going to be successful at this. I, I this, this really happened. But, you know, it came through. What, a, what is William Hickey's claim to fame? Because he's a legend. Pritzi's honor. Yes. Academy Award nominee. Yes, but he's done so many things. He spoke like this. Yes. And he came over to me once and he said, what's your name? And I, I just finished doing Yankees 3 Detroit Nothing, which becomes For the Love of the Game with Kevin Costner 15 years later. On Broadway or off Broadway? I did it at HB Studios for William Hickey. Okay, yeah. He was the guy. And uh, it's just two people on the mound. It's a, it's a pitcher and a catcher. Okay. And my catcher lost his place online on, on in the thing it was eight pages long yeah okay and um and he went we went from page one and the catcher ended up on page four and i improv two three and four all the way through him okay <laughs> and hickey comes over to me at the end and he goes hickey comes over and he goes i know what you did and I and you did it very very good, and I said thank you. I, I I felt bad. His name was Nick. I said Nick had a rough time, and and he just got you know he just lost his place. It happened, and, but we got him back on page five, blah blah blah. And he said, uh, and then he gave me the old "What's your name?" And I said Dean Larratt. And he goes, "Where are you from? I've never seen you." Uh, and I said, "I'm uh, Bayside Flushing area." He goes, "You're very good." 
and you're going to make it, but it's not going to come easy. Wow. Uh, he goes, it's going to take time, but if it takes time, stay with it. And I still hear that guy when I'm on stage doing stand up. I still, you know how you look down at yourself sometimes when you're, you look, you get to look yeah. bird's eye view of yourself yeah. that you're on stage. It, you're so in the tune in the, in the game yeah. that it's coming out of your mouth in a subconscious thing. And you're looking at yourself and I still hear his voice telling me that I still hear because I'm pushing 60. I have completely given up with regard to that whole dream of any kind of fame or any of that stuff and, and, and landing a series and landing this, I, I you know, this stuff became, be, became getting fame. It's, you don't even have to do act. You don't have to act anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. It's just like attention <laughs> is, just, is, is success. Correct. Attention. Co- absolutely. So I lost all interest in that. Um, I did just read from Mark Teschner last week. Second time he called me second time. I must've did okay the first time. And, um, and the funny thing is, I played that part 10 years ago that I read for, for again. Dude, we got to stop for a second. I want to go on another topic. Go ahead. Oh my God. My so my father brain. was little Henry Hill. No, go ahead. <laughs> hey folks, we're working together July 22nd. Yeah, we're going to do a show. We've got a really good show out. coming up. And if you think I'm nuts now, you're, watch me. You're on- just like me because you talk into the camera. Absolutely. That. That's, those are my people. So hold on a second. Over at Canon. Can you believe it's already been an hour and 23? Are you ser- well, that's because you I and know. I, man. So here, I can't go, go all back. night. And no, it's incredible. But here's why I want to. Do you know t- I have patience at 2.30? Do you? I swear to God. I have, I have a boyfriend and girlfriend. She gets off work at 2. She's in excruciating pain from squats. What does she do? She's, well, she's a server. In a, in a bar, and she said, she's, please, can you see me? Because my day, I'm off tomorrow. My day is, I'm off. Can I just tell go people ahead. that? And then I, go ahead, go ahead. What's so funny is it's about one thirty in the morning right now. <laughs> no, they don't know. They, they think no. it's 2 in the afternoon. And the thing is, is like, I've had like everybody here usually, I usually just this like This is third podcast. Today. I usually <laughs> like to do these at night, but ever since like, you know, all the stuff with like the fucking everyone in Hollywood's a creep, I... Only schedule the women. I schedule the oh, women guests in the at, daytime, all daytime, and at night. Even though, oh, okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah never mind. even though you know, Alyssa's here. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, but say you know, it. okay, okay. So it's like, but it's crazy, right? So now it's like the only people that come at night are like dudes yeah, or God, you, yeah. but because we're comedians, we right. do this. But <laughs> but the funny thing is about you is is that I'll be up till six. Yeah, and you. One of the things when we started hanging out again after this, we have to come back is what I'm last. We got to do this again. Yes, is that okay. is that I would do my show, the experiment, right? And I would just have the weirdest fucking hours, and I would be all day playing some you know like an eighty year old man, and I would come back and all the makeup people off. Brilliant. You're the only guy would brilliant come. on thank that you. show. You're too sweet. Brilliant. And I Judge would, swallows. Swallow. Oh, thank you, buddy. And you, you could never get away with that now. No. Let me tell you go this. Go ahead, go ahead. And I would be in my house at 130 and you go, I'll be there at 145. Right, right. I would adjust him. And you would adjust <laughs> me at right, fucking right. a quarter to two in the morning. Right. Didn't even not even a, And that's why I loved it because no one would do that. But you're because you're an actor too, so you right. understand it. Right. And then at that time, you know, I would have different, you know, girlfriends Correct. over and you would 
Give them a free adjustment. Correct. And you that's you were building your 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 patience. How about the nights? This is the funniest part. How about the nights when you were living around the corner from the Can I say where? Or yeah, go for it. When you lived around the corner from the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. How about the nights that he would come home from doing a set at the Laugh Factory and I would be in your living room shooting pool and you'd be like how the fuck did you get in here? <laughs> Waiting to adjust me. Right, but you had no clue that I was in your house. No, I know. And he would, wouldn't even flinch. He trusted me so much. He yes. was like, bro, how do you get in? Yeah, you <laughs> did. How did you get in? You knew the, the code? The door by, well, I always knew your codes. You gave me your codes. I gave you your yeah, codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, don't you remember? Th- oh, am I allowed to? Oh, Go ahead, yeah, say yeah. it. Really? What are you going to say? I have I the can- codes to this place. <laughs> But can I say yeah. what's near this place? Go for no? Go ahead. Is, it, is that cool? It's all on Google. It's totally cool. Yeah. He's talking I, to the microphone. Okay. Whenever I I would I used to park his car, sometimes without him knowing, he would be out of town. I would go to the Greek theater and save the fifteen dollars. How often did you do that? I parked in here easily with John Perinci, with John, uh, to go see easily six, seven concerts. Ha, did I know about it? Do you remember it? the time? Did I know about that? Yeah, you did. You gave me the code. And you said, <sighs> I used to just so many it. people use this because I guess it <laughs> saves you 50 bucks. It was $15, $20 to park. Yeah. And, you, and I didn't want to say it on Everybody here, uses my driveway to park. 300 yards from, from the, the Greek. Greek. Yeah. Okay. So um, then there was the time, I don't know if you remember I this. went up there, I watched the Beastie Boys. I just walk. You just walk up there? And, yeah, and, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the night when we weren't Into talking? the microphone. You remember the night we weren't talking, and we weren't talking for about four years at yeah, that time. Probably, it was about seven or probably eight. Probably 40, but go it ahead. It was about seven or eight. Yeah. But at the four-year mark, your door was open, and I was, and I was walking up. I had parked my car somewhere, and <sighs> I said, you know something? I'm going to take... Do you remember this? I pulled out like 60 Dr. Dean chiropractor cards, and I put them all over your cars. Oh, you did. All over you your windshield. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what I, did I say? You didn't even call me back. I figured you would assume that's the peace pipe. Uh, I figured I'm trying. Hey, look, I know I was the guy who got mad at you, yeah. and I should have been a... I should, uh, like you that's said... That's a whole other story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Dean, let me ask you go questions. Ahead, this is so but I, I thought funny. it was hysterical because I said, oh, he's going to hate me. I have all over your windshield. And you had a couple of cars in here. I laughed. You probably put them on my Aston or my Bentley. I didn't want to say which one it was. It was the I, Bentley. I had the Bentley. Yes, it was the Bentley. The funny thing is I had an Aston, I had a Bentley, and I had a supercar all at the same time. We have history. Go ahead. And I, I got rid of all of them. And you know something? It doesn't matter. It's... It's stupid. It's, if I get a car like that again, I'm going to get like a Rolls Royce and I'm going to have a driver. Long story short. What are you, author? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Dude, you know who I, one time I was at, that's a great Italian restaurant across from CBS. This was like five years ago, six years ago. Across from CBS, that amazing Italian restaurant. Oh, 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 oh. C- CBS Radford. Yeah. No, oh. CBS Television City. Oh, oh I know which one. It's yeah. on the corner. Yes. It's on the corner. I fucking was in there. Max Weinberg of Springsteen eats there. Yeah, I'm waiting <laughs> for a table. It's like that real hearty Italian, yep. not yep. like too fancy, yes. but amazing food. Yep. And a fucking Maybach pulls up, and the guy gets out, and he grabs a bunch of to go and gets back. And I'm like, oh. and it's Kanye. Okay. And I had just in the uh, Cleveland show with Kanye. I'm like, yo, what's up? Yeezy, you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm getting some takeout. And he's driving 
his own Maybach okay. to get like spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. But I just was like laughing and it was like, what's up? And he just left. And I'm thinking to myself, that's the car you have a driver. So it was like, I respected that he was driving a Maybach to pick up his own spaghetti meatballs, but I was, I thought he should just have a driver. But again, you're not a Porsche guy. You're not the Seinfeld kind. You know, I like all this stuff. But dude, at the point, I love being driven. I'm almost like a New Yorker. Like J Lo didn't get her license until like two years ago. I'm fine with that. I like driving for fun, like in Italy or whatever. I've driven that. But dude, I'm fine being driven. I'm fine on the subway. I love that shit. Yeah. I'm a city guy. I still take the subway in Manhattan. 100%. It's rough down there now, but I'm I'm taking it. Dude, so Uh, here's what I want to tell you. Go ahead. Because you've been there and I'm fucking, my brain's going to explode. This is what I want to talk. We're going to get like 20 minutes of this. Go ahead. People don't know, but you're so, you're so, you come to my, you know, donuts birthday party. Correct. She's 30 years old. And I was flattered. Randy Lubis. Randy Lubis, who's becoming Sick. one of my dear friends. Good dude, man. Yeah. Hilarious comic. Randy Lubis has the, the club out in Simi Valley. Yeah, which I just did. I, I literally oh, yeah, you did. just did it. That's right. It's, right. The, it's, it's the guy. It's the rib room. And it's, it's phenomenal. I heard yes. it was great. And he has Mimi's in oh. Valencia. And I'm there on July 31st. July 31st. You heard you heard good reviews about my show. Oh, of course. And then, well, this I This guy's hysterical. Oh, stop it. You stop. are, You man. are, too. The, the, no, see, go ahead. So then I'm doing Mimi's Cafe great room. on the 24th. So oh, you're, you're doing, there. you're headlining the next week. Let me see if I can get a guest spot on the 24th. <laughs> He probably can. Why Let not? Let me see you. Let me see you. I'll have Paul. Jason Rogers. You got Jason I'll have Rogers. Kyle. You could do a guest spot. You heard it. He's going to hold me to this fucking shit. No, no, like no, no. Like fucking no, 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 no. Mr. Bell. No, no, no. So hold on. So anyway. Go ahead. I go in and Randy, I have my thing and I've been playing golf with Randy. He's really getting me into golf and Derek. He all these me, like me, yeah. great comics that are like. Kind of whose knees I was raised on, but I didn't really know Randy in the 90s or Derek, but I know all these guys who are like... Derek who? Derek, Derek Cameron. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great Absolutely. comic, Absolutely. Yeah, just yeah. also just like yep. guys that are professional, you know what I mean? They okay. never have to curse in their set. They can fucking go on and do 10 minutes on TV like that. They can play t- 3,000 people. They can play a little club. These are like the real workers of comedy. You know what I mean? That's what these guys are. So as much as you can become a name or whatever in, in comedy, for me to get like a nice compliment from them is huge because they are they are the, they are the bones of our business. Correct. You know what I mean? And they, they see everybody. Yeah, but Jamie, you've always been relatively humble. You've never been... No, no, no. I, I, look, I knew you when you exploded as well. You know, yeah. you would never... You know how somebody can become an asshole? You yeah. never became an asshole. You might have had your own little way of doing things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. But you were never like, oh, yeah, what happened to that fucking guy? Nothing. I never felt that with you. Berman never felt that with you. Anybody I know. You speak to Al these days? No, I, I haven't talk talked to him in okay. a while. Well, we but, had problems. Oh, you had Okay, that's yes. a different deal. Okay, that's a different story. But what I'm bringing out, you were never... That guy, you were always relatively. You were the guy I could give you a tag at the end of something, and always go, to this day, absolutely. And, and yeah, you know what? And that's a whole other podcast. Sometimes absolutely. I think I was too fucking. I don't want to say humble, but too like people. That's a whole other story. But yeah, thank yeah, you. I, but yeah. people, yeah, I don't think I'm an asshole. Yeah, you are. No, you definitely that. weren't, man. Thank there you. are some people that you go, whoa, what happened? And to I'm this never, guy. 
I've always been a little crazy. I get heated and I get emo, but I'm not an asshole. You're and passionate. I'm all, yeah, I'm passionate, 100%. Okay. And it's like if I'm eating lobster, guess what? You're eating, You're eating lobster. lobster. Exactly. If I'm on First, a private jet... You're on a private jet. One of the first times that we really started really hanging out, and he was exploding and everything. You're talking to a camera. I'm it's talking. fine. You can talk to me, okay. and people can watch it. We went to Whole Foods, oh, God. and I just put my groceries behind you with, yeah. a, with a check, with a thing, with a divider. A Remember divider. the dividers? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yes. And what I do? You went, divider? You just went... Put your fucking stuff in here, man. And that, yeah. and you bought me grocery. And I was like, dude, I, I, I have money. And you dude, I got it. You're helping me out. I was doing something with you. Something. Yeah. You, okay. It was something I, I was doing. I took your divider and I right. said, my neighborhood is now your something neighborhood. Something like that. Something yes. like that. And I was like, you didn't have to do that. And you were like, dude, you're helping me out in many different ways. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm doing Whatever. well. And that and was it. you know me. Okay. So if yeah. I'm doing well and I can help you, it's not like you're destitute, but no, I wasn't no. No, I wanna do that. And it's like especially you know me from the natural fudge. It was like you, me, Berman, Chris Spencer, Holson, Suli. Yes, Chris Spencer, Andy Dick. I mean, this Gary is like Brussels. Yes. So people don't realize this is how we started. So so, and then Jerry's Deli at 2 o'clock in the morning. 100%, dude. <laughs> right. Even though I'm not Jewish, which my aunt now says that we might have some in me because of oh. like 23 me, because I always fit in. Like Jerry's Deli, like I always preferred matzo brai. I always for matzo ball soup. And I don't know, maybe because at a young age, I was hanging out with so many Jewish comedians. But like for me, 2 o'clock in the morning in the diner felt very, very at home. That was, that yes. was it, man. And, and Woodburn was around yes. at that time, right? That's right. Danny. But no, go ahead. Well, let me go back to what go I want. Back to, to humble. Go ahead. So, so where I might think, and all these people are here, and then Randy's like, "You should call Doctor Dean and have him come over." And I had like a fifteen people limit. It wasn't my party, right. but I was like, "Okay," because we laugh, and that's a whole other story about how you talk about the body parts and how you crack them. And I did a joke about you at his club. Right, right, right. Long story. So you come over, you start cracking everybody. And no, every- but tell them what happened that you were talking about Jesus Christ. And that, that one day Jesus is going to arrive. And just when you said that, I walked in. No, that's what happened. We were talking because <laughs> right. it's like we were talking about the apocalypse. Right. And, ran, and, all, and of sudden, all of a sudden, like who the fuck walks in? You walk in by Bam, which is my DJ. I kind of have a DJ. Right. And you walk in and you, it's like, oh, my God. Speaking of that, Jesus walked. It was right, you. Right, exactly. But doc, the thing is, is right. that you took DJ Bam, right. who like is always like this and the right. ones and twos. You cracked him so good <laughs> that he walked out and didn't take any of his turntables. Are you serious? Yes. He left everything. He was a zombie and he drove back to Reseda. And I'm like, dude, oh, you know that you left all your shit? He's like, oh, my bad. He's like, I'm in another zone. And he was, dude. Oh, that's hysterical. And you put Donut to sleep. You put me to sleep. I and put her, all- she was out cold like 15 minutes after I adjusted her. Yeah, we're all fucking zombies, but yeah. we're all... You put Jason to sleep. And you wrote me the next day and said, bro, I haven't slept like that. Oh, I, I slept incredible. But then we start talking about the... Uh, the, we start. I, I'm wearing a mask around the party, and people are. And then you're going, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And you start basically hipping me to microbiology. Yes, and, and, and you know, and you're basically saying, "Dude, you're at your house. Everybody here, we're outdoors. We're outdoors. It's like, what are you? And I'm right. fucking skeptical of everything, right. but I'm still like trying to be respectful. Right. And you know, and. 
I've always been a proponent of the sun since it started happening and to get that D. And and you're like, dude, this sun and all this stuff. So then we start going in and we start talking about how can we say this in the right way? We start talking about what's going on in this country right now. Yeah, we started talking about the uh, how can we say it? The, the stick. You know what I mean? Can you say it like that? They call it the jab. Yeah, you can't even say that though. I think you're gonna oh, get seriously? busted on that. Oh, really? Yeah, we were talking. I didn't even know until I saw. Uh, yeah, let's okay. try it. Okay, we were well, talking. Let's just. How about we just say the word? No, you can't. Oh, you can't say the word. No. Okay. They were talking about. They were talking that. about the jab. Okay. And you and you know how I feel about the jab. Correct. And I know there's a lot of people at the party have felt about the jab, but there was also people that that liked the jab, and Correct. that's okay too. And DJ Bam had just coming off his first jab. That's right. Okay. And we were like, yo, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, I got to do it. Because he had to do it his job when he fell with Okay. And you went into this whole thing about what it is and what it isn't. And it was so fucking detailed. And I know because my brother, who's like five years older than you, was an absolute psychopath, but brilliant. You know, in a good way. Like, I'm a psychopath. Go ahead. But I'm a comedian. Okay. My brother's a psychopath, plays seven instruments, okay. Okay. fucking worked on Wall Street as an engineer, but also okay. was like the type of dude that would, like, you know, hide in a bush. That's just the way we are. Okay. okay. It, he, I, I, he started. He, yeah. My brother is basically could be a Harvard doctor if he wanted to. He just doesn't believe in all the bullshit. Okay. But he studies all this stuff. So you were saying all the key words that he was saying. And I know, even though you're not a. Harvard doctor, right. you still did all the tests of that. You just are a chiropractor. Correct. And people will, will going to shame you and say all this shit, which is fucked up. He's a quack. You know yeah, that. but it's like you can run faster than anybody. You're strong as fuck. You're 57. You've got a hard PP. Uh, you've been doing, you have abs and you, you eat nothing but fish oil and krill oil and you're healthy as fuck. You even I told hope, me the water hope, you drink. I hope. Like we, you, I only drink that other water now. What is that water? Oh, well, but I don't do that really anymore that much. Uh, I, I add a couple of things the to purified, it. Distilled, distilled water. Okay. So, but so you start talking about it, and we basically talk about it that the jab is not the jab; it's a gene therapy. The mRNA. Listen, when we so grew, try to use yeah. words, with it, it's so fucked up that I can't say this. But go ahead. I just, you can. I just will put this on Patreon. This part. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, no, the only thing I have to say about this stuff. Right you now, think people should not get it? No, 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 no. I, I, no, I don't. I don't say that. First off, to each his own. Whatever you want to do. Listen, there are people that feel I'm going to visit my mother and father. Just tell me about it. What do you want? What do you mean? You got to give me a chance to at least, you know, break it down. What is it? It is. It, what is what? What, what is, does the jab do? Well, I, I, that would be insane for me to actually try and give you a definition of what it does because nobody at the highest levels has ever been really able to say what it does. Exactly. Okay. All right. So are they saying they do? There are some that claim um, that they know what, what, what they're doing, what this is doing. I don't necessarily, what, what I notice is the goalposts move on a daily basis. Okay. okay? So I don't really, I don't, I, I, I became the guy who's like, Hey, whatever you want to do. Okay. But I'm not going to do it 
because I had COVID in April of last year. How do you know? Oh, I definitely had it. I was going to sleep at 6 p.m. at night. I couldn't keep my eyes open till from 6 to 6 o'clock. Um, and I would sleep till 5. I never slept eight, 11 and a half hours in my life. Okay, I would sleep April till- 20? Uh, no, 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 no. It was at 420. No, uh, April no. I, I 2020. Got, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it about, um, about or the April same. 21. April 20. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had it a year and a half ago. And um, a year and three months ago. Um, I had everything that Chris Cuomo was talking about when he got it. Okay, and I went, yep, had that, the sweats, the crazy up and down heat. I didn't feel right. Um, Something just wasn't right. I'm sleeping 11 hours, but I'm going to bed at 6 p.m. Not going to bed at 11, 30, 12, and sleeping till 12. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bed at 6 p.m. when mm-hmm. people eat. So something wasn't right. Constant, constant heaviness on the chest. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had it. And, uh, and let me tell you, for a few days, it was kicking my ass until I finally said, okay, now we're going to fight back a little bit. Okay, now we're going to fight back. Now we're going to start taking some oil of oregano. Now we're going to start taking some apple cider vinegar. Now mm-hmm. we're going to start squeezing half a lemon. Now we're going to, this is all into a con- concoction. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to start adding some raw honey. Now we're going to add some cinnamon to kill. Cinnamon kills just about everything. Fungus, viruses, parasites. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon is phenomenal once Mm -hmm. it gets into your intestines. Uh, Now we're going to start taking um, cinnamon, apple cider vinegar, raw honey, lemon juice, oil of oregano. Threw in a little echinacea every once in a while. Didn't get crazy. And a little bit of something called licorice root. Mm. What is licorice root's specialty? does something on the respiratory tract. And the Chinese have been using it for about 3,000 years. Mm. Okay? So, um, I, I, but you got to be careful with licorice root. Licorice, licorice, I feel like Trump. You got to be careful. Licorice root mm-hmm. raises, licorice root um, raises your blood pressure. Okay. Okay, so if you ever get into it, you got to be careful with it. So I was just doing that and... I was getting better, but there was something still missing. Something was still missing. I still felt a little bit of this. And um, finally, somebody hit me and I went, it was almost like I, I hit myself in the head going, what am I, a friggin' idiot, moron? How do, I, I've been taking that stuff for a hundred years. Now all of a sudden I'm not taking it. Zinc, liquid zinc. Mm, I do the pill. Okay, but liquid. Okay. Use this company, Iden, E-I-D, maybe they'll even sponsor you. E-I-D-O-N, mm-hmm. zinc. Okay. This is only liquid zinc There is and distilled water. That's it. There's nothing else added in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I started to do 30 drops a day of zinc. All right. And that completely completely um, eradicated uh, whatever I had, whatever I was having. And I, look, I never got tested. I never got tested. All I know is that the, the people who did get tested and said, they, you know, I'm a positive, I had the same, same thing, same mm. thing, okay? And, uh, but you got to remember, it was April. So it was like, yeah, we heard about this thing in March, you know, and it was lockdown. People were quarantined, blah, blah, well, blah. I was hearing about it before that. Because of China, before Christmas. Yeah, I heard it probably in February. In Mm. February, I heard about this thing. And uh, and I know who I even got it from. I got it from a a big and tall um, supermodel that just got off a plane, massive sciatica, came to see me, didn't go home first and showered off the plane. Okay. And how do you think you got it? 
Oh, I definitely got it from her because three, two and a half, three days, three, about three or four days later, that's when I was like. Did she have symptoms? She was telling me that she feels a little bit. Remember, she doesn't know what this is at this, at this stage of the game. Okay. Okay. Nobody really, really has a handle on what it is. Okay. Okay. So um, I was fighting and fighting and fighting for a while. And then finally, I would say late March, early April is when I went, fuck, oh I, I definitely. Got so it. after you saw her, after you I think saw you had her, how many days after until you had it? I would say it was about. Five to six days. I I don't care what they, people say about incubation period. I had it about that that time, uh, but it was about six days after, and um, and and I got. I have to admit, you know, I never denounce the existence of the virus. Never. I know that. Oh no no no. There's no reason to. It was Darren Carter one night at Flappers Comedy Club came out when this in January in January when there was a little inkling of this on the news about some weird virus that's in uh, Wuhan China blah 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 Darren Carter came out of the bathroom in the green room mm-hmm. you know the bathroom that's in the green room okay mm-hmm. came out with a Lysol bottle and he goes Dean check this out man I go What's, what do you want me to look at and he goes it's coronavirus is on here and I go, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's just a regular virus. It's a branch. It's a family of viruses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this one is called 19. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think it was discovered in 19. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so I said, he goes, that's really wild, man. There's no cure for it or anything, but yet Lysol kills it and blah, 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 blah. So that was Darren talking, blah, blah, blah. Put it back, blah, blah, blah. So um, we just knew little sprinkles of it. So then I get it. Cuomo gets it after me, and then I go, oh, I definitely had it. If he's locked in his cellar, okay, of his home in uh, Mount Vernon, wherever the hell he was in, in Westchester, yes. he's talking about Well, it. I want you go to ahead, tell us, because you go off these rails. I'm not really going off a rail. Listen, it's I, too just, long-winded to get to that point. But but the point is, I don't want to just say I I don't want to just say something that people are going to go, oh, this guy's out of his, oh, his right. So you I, had it. You It I existed. Yeah. You said your own immune system. Listen, I have. Right. A, I'm going to do a solo podcast about it, but I definitely think I had it. I'm starting to think I had it twice now, and I think, but I didn't have any things that I had. One thing that was crazy, and it was a crazy temperature, weird, and insane, like uh, vomit, like to the point where I felt like someone was punching me from the inside and projecting vomit on me to the point where even when there was nothing left, it was just air, and I was like. And I was like, something was dying to get out when of me. When did you get it? I, this is what's crazy. It was December 8th of 2019. Mm. So you're not allowed. Oh, you're not supposed to be here. Well, I was in Hawaii. I felt like shit in November. I was in Italy in August. I felt like shit. I was in Saudi Arabia in June. I felt like shit. So I all those ports... Come on, dude. Of course. So, and each different place, I had a weird fucking thing happen. Plus, okay. I was traveling all year, blah, okay. blah, blah. But I'm telling you, dude, since whatever that was, I've never felt better. I've had moments, I don't know if it's paranoia, but I had the thing that you say this does, is which I want to talk to you about. And this is my, my brother looked up, and I forget what Ga- it was. Gamma retroviruses. That or you said I, uh, what was it? I storm psych psych 
Cytokine storm. Cytokine. A cytokine kind storm. storm. And what that it just I that's feel, your own body. Yes. Rushing Ex- to the site. Okay. And the problem is so to explain what a cytokine cytokine storm your own cell. Is. That's your own cells. Yes. Okay. That that are designed cytokine cells. Right, but it's called a storm. Because they're rushing to that area, and what happens is the area that that senses an issue with. Correct, but unfortunately, the danger of a cytokine storm is you messing around in the bronchioles. This person can't breathe. Okay, so what's actually believe? Okay, the thing with the coronavirus is the coronavirus doesn't really kill you. you can't say the say, say the vid. The vid, whatever. Okay, okay. all right, COVID, whatever. It, it doesn't kill you. It opens up the gateway for pneumonia and the pneumonia family um, viruses and bacteria to kill you. See, you have what's called in your body gamma retroviruses. Okay. Okay. That's the guy who has herpes. I have a friend who has genital herpes. Yes. Okay. He's a patient slash friend. My friend can tell me four days before. When he's going to have a herpes outbreak. He has a sense. Because, you, because the herpes virus lives in the lumbar plexus of your spinal cord. Okay. Okay. So it resides there under a host-tenant, landlord-tenant relationship. Yes. Don't mess with me. I won't mess with you. Okay. Okay. But when I get stressed out, that thing has the ability to rise up. Okay. Okay. That's the relationship. The tenant, the landlord goes on a little bit of a sleeping binge. Yes. Okay. And then the, now the mice, will, the cats will play, whatever. Okay. And that's what happens. So you have these viruses living all over in your body, in your, in your liver. You have viruses that are told you can stay here. No rent, no nothing. Don't mess with us. Because we have your code. And our body. We have your code. Yeah, and so that code is RNA. So our, our, okay, so we have RNA and our body has right. a lot more viruses than we realize. Do you know that you're exposed to over 80 viruses a day on a, every day of the week? No. 80 different viruses a day will attack you. All of them will be taken care of by, by your immune system. Okay, I think it, I actually think the number is higher. I think it's either 80 or 108, but there's an actual number of how many viruses a day you come into contact with. All right, it's not four, it's over 80. Okay, and so you have this, this cytokine storm is your body trying to do um, what it is designed to do. The problem is it goes so full force that it actually becomes your worst enemy because that's what's killing you. The ability not to breathe, okay? So wait, the cytokine storm is the... Is the it's literally inflaming your, your bronchial system. So okay. the cure becomes the disease? No. The, the, so, all, so let's say the cytokines are all the army men. Pretty much, yeah. And they're going and, and they, they sense something bad in your body. Correct. They go to correct it. You have a million different things. Uh, natural killer cells. You have CD4 cells. You have all these friggin' cells, lymphocytes, uh, uh, erythrocytes. There's, there's, there's such arsenal, okay, till you get to the real people in the back. There's such pawns. Yes. Okay. And then you lines have, of defense. Exactly. And then you get to the heavy hitters when something is not right. And when you haven't encoded the RNA, in this case of a virus, because I think all all viruses, I believe, are RNA strand. They're not DNA. They're RNA strand. What's the R stand for? Ribonucleic. 
And what does that mean? That's just a different, uh, it's in the ribose family. So Ribonucleic with all, the A. Ribonucleic acid. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one is deoxy, deoxynucleic acid. acid. Yes. Okay. And LSD is lysergic diethylamide. Yes. Okay. Made from rye. That's right, from rye. So, um, so yeah, so your own storm is what's actually going to be the danger. Why? Because it's so inflamed so that's why you have to get these people to sort of um, not don't don't take anything so quickly because you're 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 putting your body on high alert. All right, it, it your body will eventually those guys will start to back off after they once they copy the code of the of the RNA the virus. You, you're pretty much you know protected. You're pretty much protected one and that's what these that's wait what, how are you protected the virus goes in your body yeah every time every time your body sees something it makes a copy and then what uh, happens it says i'll let you live here okay under the gamma retrovirus law okay but don't mess with us because we'll, we'll 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 take you right what out is of making it. a copy do you i can break up your i can break up what makes you because i if i mess with your dna you won't be the same Jamie Kennedy. If I mess with your DNA, you won't have certain abilities. So it's the same thing. If I if I pull the uh, alanine out of the of the four of the um, strand of of genetic material, that creates a domino effect. Can't so the, so your body is such a insanely beautiful thing. Of course, that's so, what I've been telling patients. So it takes this. Makes a copy. You can live here, but we're watching you, and we can do one we're thing that'll just you. tumble your whole deal. tumble the entire uh, okay. domino effect. Okay, okay, and that's what it. That, that's the, here. Look, I don't have a mate. Look, I told you the virus is real. It was real. Okay, I had it. I felt it. I never felt it anything like that. Out of all the times I've been sick in my life, I, I never had that. Yeah. Okay, so I know that it, that from firsthand that it's real. I'm not a denier of the virus. Okay. Okay, I'm an advocate that if one in ten thousand people that get it, not one in ten thousand people that are just standing, one in ten thousand, ten thousand people have to get it for one person to die, for one person to die. Is that the number? That's the number. 99.997 is the number. Okay? That's the actual number. Okay, so that's a known fact. I can't wait to see what the comments are on this. I'm going to get destroyed on all this stuff. Well, YouTube will cut it out. Oh, seriously? Yeah, so wait. So you, this is. But I'm not really saying, I'm not being concerned. So hold on. No, no, no. I know. So you do that. And do, are those, another thing is, are those people uh, have comorbidities? Or it's just a clean person. You mean that 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 the the old theory that, that people are that are immunocompromised. I mean, you know, we, I talked to a nurse. Go ahead. I had him on the pod, go and ahead. he was like, "People had four and five co issues: diabetes, correct, weight, correct, heart, and that's all gonna gonna take its toll on the immune system." Yes. Okay. That's what he said. Absolutely. I have never denied. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, do I think there might have been a few shooters at the in Texas that day uh, in 1963? I think there was probably more than Oswald. I, I think there probably was. 
but I'm not one of those whack. I'll, I'll look at something objectively and go, something's not right here. Okay. That the world, uh, the only thing I had a problem with is that the world shut down one in 10,000 die from. Okay. That was the only thing I thought was a little strange. Okay. That, that one in 10,000 that get it. I didn't say one in 10,000 in the pool. I said 10,000 people have to get it and one dies. Yes. That was a little strange to me. So I had a problem with that. So I just said, you know something? I don't take the flu vaccine. Mm -hmm. Okay. I never did. I never Mm -hmm. took it. Okay. And and I, but I never said to anybody like my mother or this one or that one, I don't take that vaccine. I never did any of that stuff. I just said, it's not for me. I'm an allergenic guy. I respond to things. I'm the Murphy's law. Mm-hmm. I'm the side effects guy. I'm the guy who gets the side effects. Mm-hmm. Okay. I even wrote a great bit about it, but years, years ago about something, it's a really good bit. And, um, uh, I'm that guy. So I don't want to take, I feel like Sebastian Maniscal, I don't want, yeah. I don't want to take something, whether it's, you know, um, let, let's go. I mean, let me finish the sentence. I don't want to take something for something that is 99.97, not going to do anything but lay me up, and I will build an antibody to it. That was my thing. That is not being said enough. You mean I said a good thing just now? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Now, the, the other... Well, you also ahead. said it wasn't... Go ahead. ...a typical v you said it was gene therapy the 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 scene okay the uh you're really not allowed to say that no you demonetize wow which also should just show you everything exactly exactly Exactly. the fact that we can't say it but i can say oswald i can say it's all bullshit i can say just so you people know the fact that you're being you're not putting out misinformation you're putting out You don't don't hear me denying anything. The fact that you can't say this just shows you the hugest fucking agenda. It's insane. Now, I I, I agree with you, and I do believe that down the road, you're going to see some some interesting findings. Okay. I said that. For instance. I said that. You did say that? Yeah, you agree with me. Here's what I want to tell you. Go ahead. Did you see the magnet stuff? Yes. Do I believe all that? Uh, There's a lot of it. I've seen hundreds of, of TikToks of it. I, 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 I think I had somebody in my office that I have. I'm, I've, I've had people send me videos. Friends of yours? No. Oh, people Based that? Okay. on the internet said, hi, Jamie. I should post them. This is blah, blah, blah. And what do they do? They put a battery in yeah, sticks? It sticks. Okay. Now... I I had a little bit of difficulty with that because um, I did have a patient in the office. I think I had two patients in the office who tried it in front of me and it just fell right to Okay, me. but it doesn't mean it's going to happen for anybody. I know, I know. Um, Here's what I think. Do I honestly think they're okay. putting microscopic chips in there? Why not? Because they, they know so much about you now. Yeah, but that's a deeper conversation. They, I, I don't know. Now, now we're crossing to, into... into well, well, it's to make you... Do stuff. Possibly, possibly. That's not a crazy idea. Is it's it, crazy that people think that that's that, crazy. That can't be happening. Yeah, that's right. what's crazy. It's right. like, it's so simple. It's just like to do. No, I, I know what you're if, saying. If they put something in your body that could help 
sway you mm-hmm. in the favor of which they want, they being the great controllers, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they? I, I thoroughly agree with you. Why wouldn't now, they? Now, I will say why is one that thing. Such a, why is that such a crazy idea to people? I will say one thing. The... There was an article I just because read. you know why Pete, that's such Go a crazy ahead. idea and hold that thought. Go ahead. It's because people really would be destroyed. They just because people aren't comedians. Well, people are sheep. Yes, people and people sheep. don't. They think they don't get on stage at night and go, wait a minute. Something doesn't add up. This guy is the guy shouting this loud in Twitter. Oh, he's got nothing My, to hide. Oh, yeah. That's so. No, we. this is why comedians are comedians. We expose shit. We, we used to be able to. Yeah, but it's like the now fact that like everyone has to watch what they say. Just in besides everything else, just this stuff. When we've had cancer, AIDS, polio, all this stuff, and you've got people that will come for your throat, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Yo, like that's insane." That means but that is because you're basically telling people your life is a lie, and I have accepted that a long time ago. I'm a Catholic, which I was. I fucking am a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm fucking went. To, Everything I know, I could see the lies in all of it. Hollywood. Okay. So I know it's been a lie, but I'm like, I might as well have a good time as I'm doing as it. As you're going through it. Of course. But Absolutely. of course it's all a lie. But people actually don't believe that. Right. They believe like, oh, you're going to get married and you're not going to get divorced. And it's it's a joke. Correct. So I think it's like the people that really do drink this Kool-Aid. Correct. When when I'm just going to give you, and this is tangent, tan- totally tangent. Yeah. When my mother always tells this story, she's 83 years old, she always tells this story. When Lee Harvey Oswald was killed in broad daylight in front of everybody, okay, November 24th, 1963. When Lee Harvey Oswald was killed, my mother turned to my father. Remember, everyone is watching this in the planet. Yeah, this is only one channel. Okay, exactly. My mother looked at my father and she said, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Mm -hmm. He said, he's not the guy. He's a, he's a, he's a, um, a pawn. pawn. He's a pawn. And, uh, I don't want to go into this, that rabbit hole right now, obviously, but I have always believed, I have always believed that Oswald let the guy into the room. He, okay. He worked there and he hated Kennedy. We all knew that we are everybody. And that's why it was a good pawn. Everybody saw him on television. Free Cuba, free Cuba. Kennedy's crazy, blah, blah, blah. Because there was... You know, go back to the zine. Yeah, yeah, let's go back to the zine. But what I just want to say is, my mother looked at my father and said, something's not right here. Okay. Which is what you and I did Yeah. when we started to go... We didn't say that in March and April. We no. We acquiesced. I was in my fucking house. 100%. 100%. I know you were, I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I stayed in my house. Um, well, the virus was in the air. Virus was in the right. it was everywhere. Yeah, it's on now, the mail. Don't get me wrong. I went out and I did my weights at night in the street when there's nobody out there. Like yeah, 11, that's okay. I did all that shit. But you I definitely went. thought, am I sniffing it in? Which exactly. Is, and that's you, dude. Absolutely. And you have all and this I'm knowledge. I'm pretty of it. knowledgeable, and I'm pretty knowledgeable. And I wouldn't even do that. Correct. I would do it in my yard. My theory was, I'm outside. It's eleven o'clock at night. I'm on Ventura Boulevard with weights in my hand. Yeah. Okay, and a jump rope. Okay. So, but there got to be. 
around May, June, I started going, even after I even had this thing and I recuperated, I said, something's not right. Yeah. Okay. With what I'm hearing with all this stuff. I'll tell you one thing that I did tell people as God is my witness. I told gotta be 50 patients, my girlfriend, my mother, my brother, um, Watch what happens. They're going to, every three to four months, they're going to come up with a new mutation. And that's where we're at. And that's where we're at now. I called that one. And I don't, I, please, so, uh, so FBI or Pharmaca, I'm not saying. Hold it, on. I'm not saying it's not real. This, 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 okay. Two weeks ago, I shot something in Utah. They don't even know what a mask is. Okay. I put it on. They looked at me as if. Right. Yeah. I two just, heads. I, yeah. I was on a set. I got tested. I was negative, which I don't even like to get tested, but I had to. I'm worried about if they're delivering something. Do you think that? That was something somebody told me the other day. Oh, God. Somebody said that the other day, and I was like, oh, shit, I never thought about that. Nah, I I think. uh, Have you ever had one test? I haven't had a test. Fuck. I I wish I didn't have a test. I haven't had a test. They say they can deliver something, but I have to tell you, I, every time I do get it, I've only had two tests. Every time I had a test, I felt a little sniffly. I'm not going to fucking lie. And then it goes away. And then I feel okay. great. Okay. But I think I had something because the brain, I got brain fog. I've had a lot of these different things. Okay. And throughout the time, I didn't even know if it was paranoia. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, your mind can play some serious tricks. So, but, but I then this week I was in Arizona. I've been doing gigs. I did Orange mm-hmm, County. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't even know there was a pandemic. All right. I'm in San Diego in ACC. People Same breathe thing. in my face. Eventually, I'm like testing my limits. This weekend, I did a con. I'm taking pictures with everybody. I'm okay. a little paranoid. I'm three days after. I feel great. But I'm like, is it the two week window now? A lot of people there were like, I'm vaxxed, I'm vaxxed, can I take a picture? So, that was me. I don't even fucking know. But, like, if I get through this week, I'm going to assume, yes, you're, that's what you did. I had a fan on me, dude, and I had the fan behind me, and every time people take a picture, I go, it's blowing right back at you. And I swear to God, but you're right. Like, the ceilings are high. I'm thinking of you. Tons of people are vaxxed, and I'm like, I don't want to shed because I've witnessed firsthand a woman who got it, Mm -hmm. hung around with a woman who didn't get it, the vax, and got the period. I watched her get the period after her period. period? Uh, Meaning the shedding thing, I know a girl that had it, and I had heard from her boyfriend that Two of her friends were getting their periods crazily. Okay. Okay. And then someone in my circle got done her period within two days. Okay. And then two days later, started her period Another again. Period. Yes. I didn't hear about this. And w- this was all, and was around somebody that did it. So that shedding shit, I saw it firsthand. Whether you believe it or not, I don't know. This is what I'm trying to say. People have sent me shit in my fucking DMs, and they said, hi, Jamie, watch this, and they put the thing on. I don't know. So, look, I put it out there sporadically because, you know, people already think I'm a capital stormer with this beard. So, I was nowhere near the capital January 6th. I was at Chick-fil-A on Hollywood Boulevard. So, look, what I'm trying to tell you is you have sensible knowledge You've been doing this forever. You crack everyone from open micers to fucking stars next. Right. And you're a healthy guy. 
you were telling me like it's 20 years to do a vaccine correctly and it was like you're, it was nine months well we do have different technology so yeah my so brother got, my, my brother okay. he no he's like drinking the kool-aid he's like well everyone in the world was working on it dude so it's sped it up yeah and not only that we have machinery now that can really isolate stuff, nine months I, it was a little quick nine it was, months it was, quick. it was quick so it was quick but here's the thing but here's the thing but here's the thing hold but, on one but second. i'm reading okay, all this stuff go. about heart inflammations mm-hmm. i'm seeing all the stuff about people twitching i'm seeing it i know a comedian you can look her up i posted it i'm not gonna put her on blast she fucking was had a fucking sarah chaptis arm for two days really her yeah. arm was like this a yeah. young 23 beautiful italian girl okay so like i believe people like Alyssa, who are o positive who i think had it and is one eighth Native American, Choctaw, okay. uh, and also you know half Spanish. I believe they, those people. I've never met an American Indian uh, that's ever been sick. Like I, they have the strongest I know, I know. immune systems. The women, and so Alyssa has all of those genes. So this girl is who was who fucking got the the thing, and then got the claw for two days. It was like an Italian American, like Italians are of the earth, meaning they're like hearty people. What I mean is they're healthy, right? You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. Except the, but the one thing they didn't talk about is because if you've been to Italy, there are a lot of Italians that live together. So things can spread generations. And there's also a lot of smoking, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking about a young Italian nubile person who's 23 all of a sudden his hand balls up like right. this and they're right. not going to say it's because of the fucking jab. Right. right. And people will deny it and go, Oh, that's she insanity. Was- yeah. So yeah. And I agree. There's, 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 she's okay now right. because her hands not like this. Correct. But where's she at? What's, what's the deal? We don't know. What the exactly. The bro. Now I will tell you one thing. I read an article the other night and it's in, and I'll say who the, well, it's, it's McCuller. Are you, are you big on McCuller? Who's that? Uh, Jim McCuller, he's a, um, he, he gives, sends out newsletters on everything. Okay. He just, he's just, are they going to say he's a right winger or a no, bleeding no, no. heart he's, liberal he's or is he in the for, middle? He's been around a long time, man. And, um, he wrote, he has a paper that's written by a few microbiologists <laughs> and, uh, virologists and immunologists. And they say the paper was, um, is it dangerous? What time is it by the way? Oh, oh okay. Okay, good. Oh, I know. Is this it dangerous is the- to take the thing? Hold on. If you've already had it. Wait, this is this was the guy who was like a chief. He was a chief. What was he? A virologist or what was he? Heavy hitters or a in, PCR in, in, guy? Yeah, he's very up in the in that world of of microbiology. Correct. I just read this, and they banned him. Well, no. This, I mean, the paper. He wrote was the out. paper, and it said it. what. The, the summary that you should take home is if the bottom line is if you had it, don't take this vaccine. And the reason in, in Cliff Notes version was, and I said the word, but I didn't mean to. Okay, whatever. That the Cliff Notes version was that you, have a, you are harboring the, the old virus in your system that is living under tenant landlord now. Yeah. You're harboring that, and um, now you're going to wake up a sleeping dog. 
okay, by taking, by sending this into your bloodstream, okay? In other words, if you had it, leave it alone. Yes. Okay? They claim that you pretty much have immunity. And they said something like, like 17 years was something I took away from this. You, you have a very strong immunity once you've had it. Stronger than what we have been told. Dude, let me just hold that thought. Yeah. And then I want to go back. And this is not I believe, this I'm is- starting to believe I had it. And I think I might have had it twice. And let me tell you something. I've had these, what you're saying, these cytokine storms. I had this. My brother told me this. We have the on and off switch on the fucking cell or the atom or whatever it is. So we had like something called, he called it phantom sore throat. He called, uh, there's a something blah, blah fever where you would have like all these things. And and he says, he took it deep. He's like the tribe of the Kennedys, the uh, North American Irish, all whatever he was saying. He was basically saying what the immunes are Mm -hmm. and, and and different DNAs. And so like, he's like, you have that kind of sicky, you know, Irish thing. Okay. And I'm telling you, ever since I was as sick as I've ever been in my life in terms of just like a flu, mm-hmm. like I like I talked to you, Nicole Amy Schreiber also described it to me, another comedian okay. who had similar stuff to me. I haven't felt stronger. Like I've been on sets. I, I feel, so I took what you said and another comedian, all these comedians with advice, and I got in the sun and I'm telling you, and the zinc, I do the zinc, I do the oil, I did the oregano from the get-go, all that shit. And between that and that, so I think, and I couldn't even go, my doctor is one of the top doctors yeah, over at Cedars, and he's a guy from Israel, and Israel has their own, they're like the most mm-hmm. vaccinated. He's like, look, I can give you a test to see if you have it, but it, antibodies are done after three months. Right. So he's like, you don't won't even fucking know, dude. So he's like, it's no point. But he's like, how do you feel? And I go, I feel amazing. So what I'm trying to tell you is, I believe I had something foreign I never had. Mm-hmm. And I believe my body, it was literally the old adage, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And I feel incredible. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I have no desire. I don't get that fucking flu. I don't do any of that shit. No. But I've been vaccinated as a baby. We didn't have a right, right. when they stick in your arm. And so... I'm starting to believe what you're saying. So go back to the paper. So the paper says that if you've had COVID, you should not take the... the, Because you're basically introducing it again in a double... waking up a sleeping dog. Like a steroid, like a super version. And and you are, you do have an immunity to it. And they, this paper was contradicting the... um, the, the WHO, the myth, the myth that oh no no it's only like a three four month uh, antibody then you get you're right back to square one you can get it all over again. Well, this was giving you like a seventeen year window. Yeah, the body doesn't really do that. I, that's a, that was one thing I was telling patients and my brother over the phone because my brother's a little bit the opposite. My brother is a little bit hey Dean, people are dying you know and I was like I know I get it I I, I told he's him, a little bit more Berkeley he's a little yeah. And I and that's fine because that's what makes the world. You and know, you're a little bit more Huntsville, I'm Alabama. Li- I'm a little bit like let me let yeah. me look at this just a little. Where's the money? Yeah, <laughs> where's a thousand percent? Go, a thousand percent. So I go. What? But a thousand percent. Okay. Okay. Why isn't anyone saying that? I, I mean, I, we are, but why does everyone think that's such a one weird of thing? the things I had? Where's a, the money? One of the things I had a problem with with this entire thing was every day when we were getting the press briefings. 
Not one person ever said, I want you guys to go out and get sunlight. I want you to take walks. I want you to lift weights. I want you to go on your treadmills. And I want you to exercise and eat good food. There was nothing about that. No. Okay, nobody spoke about the wonders of, a, of this amazing vitamin called vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Okay, nobody spoke. But Linus Pauling was talking about it for 80 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, high doses of vitamin C, what it does for you. Intravenous vitamin C. Okay, Um Nobody said a word about health, about, about how you could possibly avoid being a victim in this, mm-hmm. okay? And that was something that, why are they not discussing the alternative ways that, that you could pr- prepare your body for battle? That was the only thing that I had a problem with. Um, otherwise, I, you'll never once hear me say, no such thing as, a vir- as the virus. That's, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, that's that would be ridiculous. To, What's the paper called? Look it up, uh, McColler, McColler website, M E R C O L A. It's the latest one. Should you the title? Should you take the jab if you've already had it? Okay, okay. So that was your the, opinion of what what do you think is happening then? In a nutshell. In a nutshell, we're not even going to talk about how the virus came. Right. So the I, virus I, came. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the answer to that. Question. The virus came. Okay. It's out. Mm-hmm. They shut down the world. That's a yeah. little weird. I thought that was weird when one okay. out of 10,000 The people. world is opening up. Yeah. But now, if you look online, there's a lot of parts of the world that are still not open. Correct. There's America, parts of it that are shut down, other Correct. parts that are wide open. Right. And now they want, they're giving away free donuts if you get the jab. If you get the jab, right. They're giving away free yeah. uh, lotto tickets if you get the jab. I think it's, it, that's, and, and, that's and, amazing. But no, that's not amazing. That's weird. Everyone, it's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah. And if you say that, somebody who lives in Silver Lake or Brooklyn will come for your head. So my question is, in a nutshell, to wrap this up, what do you think the agenda is? Oh, the agenda, I have no clue. Come on, that. dude. You're a smart guy. No, no, no. Gender, I would say, if there is an agenda, I don't think you'll know anything about that for well, don't you? 10 years. Okay, Easily. But, Easily. But, well, well, there's theories about the agenda. Go ahead. What are they claiming? The theories oh, is the that- the control? Yeah. You've had a divisive, you've had a divisive country for for the last. No, but what I'm saying is, you shut down the world. Go ahead. You reassess. You clean out the old. Change people's financial. Ushered in the new. And now, if you have this stuff that's, I don't know, in my lifetime, my brother said he didn't know in his lifetime. Maybe the bubonic plague before us. I don't know where they were like, get it, get it, get it. We're we're on the point where they may think it. I don't know if it's going to be, but certain sects of the world are like, yo, the military is going to be mandatory. You know, travel right now is not mandatory. Will it be mandatory? Will we have these these jab passports? If that happens, you have to go, what's up? Right, What? Right. exactly. And that would make you pause, correct? The, the biggest problem I, I, I've had with, with this is um, when... Okay, there was a 4th of July party that I have been going to for years. And um, great party up in a beautiful house in Malibu, man. And Who's Hardy? Party, party. Who's Party? Uh, I'm not going to say. I mean, it's just, you wouldn't even know. It's a All patient right. of mine, very wealthy, blah, 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 but great people. And every year in Malibu. Good food? The food's great. Piano there, I play a little bit on. It's fun, man. Beautiful people? Beautiful people, good shit, good, good people. Okay. Very, excuse me, uh, I. Uh, by Stop the way, it. my wife Get loves your poetry. End. Get to the uh, end. So, <laughs> fucking. Um, 
uh, every year Danny DeVito puts up fireworks in Malibu. Yeah. Okay. He had to drop out in the. No, 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 no. He's not the guy on a barge. On a barge. Yeah. Okay. And we're high enough in this guy's you see mansion in Malibu that we can see everything. So every Nick year, Cage used to do that. Does he? He was one of the guys. A, that's the only way you can do it in Malibu. You have to commission a barge. Oh, okay. So he he has it. Devito does it every year, and um, this year I wasn't invited because of, I didn't have it. Okay. Ah. And wow. yeah. And I said, and and I and I didn't say a word. I said, hey, you know, it's a lifesaver, and um, you know, I get it. I get where you're coming from, and I, it's totally cool. Maybe next year. And when I hung up, you talked on the phone. No, we texted. Okay, we texted. And when I hung up, I went. It hit me at somewhere. I went, wait a second. If everybody there is vaccinated, what are you worried about me? Yeah. That's what I had a pro. That's what I had a little thing with. I went, "What are you worried about me?" Because I remember when I got the polio vaccine as a kid, I could walk into a room of polio. I couldn't get it. Okay, so that's where I had a little problem. But I went, "All right, maybe there's something to this that I'm missing." Or <laughs> you're being so humble about it, or the opposite. Well, I, I, I also first off, a, I want your audience to know that I'm not 100% this dude, and I ain't 100%. Oh, that. you're not, they know, but that. I just know something is just a little it's weird, fishy, 100%. That's it's all. more that's than a all. little, that's all. And the fact that you have a guy that you're your friend and trust you, and now the line is the drawn you know what it reminded sand. me of and That's i'll tell you what it reminded me Craig. i'll tell you what it reminded I'm scared me scared here i'll tell you what it reminded me of and your audience is going to love this it reminded me of the famous episode on the twilight zone the bunker where they know there's going to be a nuclear fallout and they only have six or seven people they're all friends they're great friends on the block in the suburbs and this guy has a bunker and he can only afford so many people in the room and he has to tell his best friends they can't come in. Wow. That's what it felt like. That's what I felt like. I didn't get mad because she said, I, I, I just want to protect my nieces and my nephews. The youngest people that are the healthiest? The healthiest people. Buddy. Yeah. And, um, and, but when I hung up, I, I was cooking. You know how I am. I, and I'm just chopping broccoli. And, I, and you know how your brain... Yeah. Do you do that? Do you talk to yourself? All the time. Inside, inside. I talk out loud. I talk out loud too. I have a great bit about it also. I go... Uh, so Dean, I went, we got to wrap right, it up. Right. I have patience. I have patience. I know you do. So, um, I'm talking to myself and I go, it just hit me out of nowhere. And I went, why? They, they're all vaccinated. What, what are they worried about me? It's one thing if I said, no, I'm staying home. I don't feel good. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a different ball game. But I'm saying, hey, are we having a party? Are we having? A, I can't wait to play a little piano. I learned uh, the weight by the band and blah blah blah. I want a little fuck around with it and blah. Oh, Dean, I know you're not. Uh, yeah, I know you didn't do it. Blah blah blah. And I said, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. I just, you know, I'm very sensitive, uh, allergy wise. That's the main reason. That was the main reason. Okay, I, I'm sensitive, and I told you Murphy's Law will get me. I'll be. I will be the one with the crab foot and they and yeah. okay I'll, it will happen to me so i didn't want that so um i said no nah, i just i didn't do it for that reason but i feel great and he said well you know we just we have to do this it's no problem no yeah. problem. I totally get it. but that's when it, it just hit me and i went 
what are you afraid of? If you got, if you can't, if this is your lifesaver and and this protects you like uh, like an umbrella in a rainstorm, what, what are you nervous about? And uh, you know, I, that's the only thing I didn't get. Do I? Do I believe? Exactly. Do I believe no, end that, it there? Yeah. Okay. Do I? Well, one second. Do I believe there might be an answer to that question? That's possible. That maybe that maybe I'm missing something. But is it strange? Go ahead. But is it strange? It was a little odd to me. Yes. Twenty minutes later, when I'm cooking, chopping vegetables, I went. It just hit me. And I went. What? Why? Why are they nervous? Dude, it's two nineteen in the morning. Is it two nineteen? You have patience. I have patience. I could talk to you for ten hours. Yeah, we. we really, have to. We really do this. Even when I come here, and I used to. Just well, it's a lot. Out. You. You talk I, a lot. I, <laughs> no, we catch up. Yeah, yeah, we do. Tell we them what you're working on, and where they can find you. Tell them your social. I'm afraid to. Um, so if you don't want to, no, don't. no, no. I'm at. Uh, you can hit me up on on Instagram. Dr. 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 D e a n one two five. I I didn't know how to. What about it. the Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. What about Facebook? Facebook, it's Dean Larratt. But Dean I, Larratt. Yeah, but I never... Uh, YouTube? I, Darren wants me to, to get the YouTube channels going. He thinks that's... You me. should. You should. <sighs> really? You should, dude. You got a lot of knowledge in that head of yours. And it'll make you feel good. But according to you, I, I feel the world owes me something. I don't. I, I don't feel that way. It'll be good for you. If okay. you can make videos and upload them and you'll see the comments, you'll love it. You'll get validation. Trust me. It makes me feel good. And I've done a lot. No, I, oh, you've done Because you're yeah. connecting with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are people that like what you have to say. But I just want people to understand that under no circumstances do I think this is like, like they're making something out of nothing. Okay, that's not my end game here. You are super reasonable, dude. I'm trying to be super. I'm really you're very I'm, reasonable. I'm trying guy. to go here. Here. Yes. That's all I'm trying to do. But, and the truth is, you you know something's fishy. I just think something is, is, is just different. Something just doesn't, it's just a little different. It, that's yeah. all it is. That, that's all. And have you ever seen anything like this in your lifetime? No. no. And then somebody brought up something very interesting a couple of months ago. I didn't fact check this, but somebody said that tuberculosis still kills more people per year than, than COVID did. And I don't know if that's true, tuberculosis, but somebody brought that up and I saw it on like paper. You know, I, I, I was like, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. Tuberculosis is, is still killing the same amount of people that we hear on, a, on the tote board of, a, of CNN kind of thing. And uh, I, don't, I, I couldn't know the answer to that, but I, I highly think that's not true. But... I, I was just blown away when I when I heard something like that. The only that and the fact that um, uh, I wondered where the flu went. Yeah, when all this was happening, where'd the flu go? The flu's gone. The flu just said goodbye. The flu flew. The flu flew. So, uh, July twenty second, Jamie and I and eight other comics, uh, Randy Lubis included, John DeResta, Dwayne Perkins. Darren Carter, the party starter, Angelica Velasquez, um, Bruce Fine, uh, Paul Moonjeem. We got a great show at the Comedy Chateau, uh, 4515 Lancashire. Look it up. Um, use promo code Jamie, promo code Dean, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a great show. And July 22nd, it's a 7 p.m. show, which means we'll start at like 9.30, which we'll start about 7.30. And uh, 
come down and we'll all take pictures and have a fun time. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, I got to go back to work. And people don't realize it's 2.30 in the morning. Thank you, buddy. It was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. And we have to do part two. We have to do part two.